a marvelous day. Be safe driving in your car. Elvis Duran. Duran is the ringleader. How many sexual partners have you had? Oh, there's no way to answer that. You are a smelly pirate hooker. Elvis Duran in the morning show. So welcome to the day. I look over there and Gandhi's hair is pink. It is. I'm so happy. It looks so it. good. Thank I love you. It. I love a pink-haired Gandhi. What do you think, Danielle? I love it. I, love it. I told her as soon as I walked in, I love it. You I am awesome. so excited. Thank you. you I really awesome. appreciate that. And Danielle's hair, is its natural? Uh... I don't know. See, I love what you did to your hair. The last time you went in, you did a, what do you call that? Like a, a, a highlight in the front? Yeah. I have no idea what it is. <laughs> they asked me this morning, what color is your hair? I go, I don't know. Yes. It, yeah. The, what color is your hair? Yes. It's, <laughs> in the it's, uh, it's several colors. In right? the fall. It will change. It'll go darker. You know? I love it. Everyone's got good hair. Straight Nate went out and got his hair cut. I did. I got them all cut. Look at that. It's, <laughs> a, it's a little humid out there, so uh, producer Sam's hair is extra curly. I am. My hair is plus one today. Right? Froggy oh, has his hat on. We don't know about his hair. There's. I have very little hair left. So scary I'm has hat. his hair. We've all got hair. My hair's falling out. Anyway, our first <laughs> caller of the day is Cynthia. Hi, Cynthia. Tell everyone what you're doing. Hi. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Morning. Hello, lady. Okay, so what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? I'm actually driving on my way to nursing school right now. Oh, nursing school. So oh, how far in and how far do you have to go until you're done with nursing school? So I just finished um, my first semester. I'm finishing it on Friday. I'm taking finals this week. So it's been such a stressful week for oh, me bad. that I'm like pulling my hair. You know what? Don't pull your hair. Look, it's 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 uh it's only a week. It's only a week of uh, finals, and then you can relax for how long? For a week. Oh, nice. it's gonna be the well, best week ever. We exactly. should do the same. We should take a week off next week. I think we you know, should. I think it's a good we, idea. We're gonna relax on your behalf next week, Cynthia, because <laughs> you had stressful week. So we're not gonna be here to stress you out. No, I need you guys in the morning. Mm, uh, Too late. We're out. We're taking it. Hey, look, Cynthia, congratulations. You know you're going to ace all of it. And uh, I'm so excited that you know exactly where you want to go in life. You want to go into nursing. And uh, they're going to be lucky to have you, Cynthia. And we're lucky to have you listening. Thanks for calling and being the first caller of the day. Yay, Cynthia. Thank you, guys. An Elvis Duran Morning Show shirt's on the way. And enjoy your your last few finals. Go in there and just just scare the hell out of them. Get, Get them done. I will. Thank you so much, everyone. Oh, thank you, Cynthia. Hold on one second. See, look, she knows what she wants. She knows where she's going. It's all good. Let's go around the room. Danielle, what's on your mind? So, note to self, don't leave a banana in your purse. Uh, Oh, no. (laughs) How long was it in there? Uh, Two or three days. Ooh, how's that smell? It's not that it smelled, but I put my hand in there to get something, and I guess it had opened, and I was like, ooh, why is it so squishy and smushy? What is that? And I took my hand out, and I'm like... It's like grabbing a dirty diaper. Yes. Ball. Don't leave a banana in your bag. That is what I'm teaching you this morning. Hear that, Nate? Don't leave a banana in your bag. Duly noted. All right, Scary, what's up? Well, we were talking about trying to reduce stress in our lives. So that caller, Cynthia, she was saying the same thing. So I'm trying to figure out a way to make life less stressful. And it says here the top three ways are to exercise, light a candle, and reduce gas buildup. So what does that really mean? How do you reduce? Does that well, mean you know, watch what you eat. Yeah. And then if you do have gas, don't light a candle. You know <laughs> just let it out. Yeah, just let it out. You don't want to be near a candle with that. 
I never heard that gas buildup was a was a cause of stress. <laughs> Nor did I. I feel like it really satisfies a lot of people. I mean, the only thing that stresses is your colon. <laughs> All right, so light a candle, exercise, and let's not eat broccoli. Hey, uh, Gandhi, what's up with you? Okay, so you pointed out that my hair is pink, and I just had oh, to say, if you have, thank you so much, uh, if you have a beauty professional or a stylist that you trust, let them do their thing, because never in a million years would I have thought, I want some fuchsia hair. Yeah. But our girl Dina with the pink hair was like, let me try something new. So I let her do it and when I opened my eyes, I was so happy and I posted a picture. What do you mean you opened your eyes? I fell asleep in the chair. You fell asleep? <laughs> well, is that a good idea to fall asleep while they're coloring your hair and you wake up and you're a zebra? You wouldn't think so, but I woke up very happy That's about good. it. So, yeah. I love that Dina with the pink hair gave you pink hair. I know. <laughs> and she said, don't make people think that I make everyone leave with pink hair. I said, don't worry. I love it though. I'm is Dina excited. with the pink hair coming to the wedding? She is. Yeah. She is. Yeah. Yeah. She can't oh, wait. and her dress is going to be so cute. I can't wait. Is it pink? Probably. Hey, producer Sam, let's do it. All right, Gandhi, want to help me out? Yes. Thank you. All right, if you're celebrating your birthday today, you celebrate with Dua Lipa, who is 24, and James Corden, happy birthday, he's 41. Capricorn, you've been working really hard and taking yourself very seriously. Smiling more may help you lighten up. Your day is a nine. Aquarius, you may be holding back when meeting new people. Try opening up by finding common interests. Your day's a seven. Pisces, individuality is important. If your opinion differs from the group, don't be afraid to do your own thing. Your day is an eight. You may be feeling underappreciated at work. Keep your head down and be patient. Recognition may be right around the corner. Your day's a nine. Taurus, your routine may be getting old, so switching up your predictable patterns might spice up your schedule. Your day is a 10. Gemini, your to-do list has been growing. Stay organized and on top of it by picking a time to get the tasks done. Your day's a seven. Cancer, since you can't control everything, try rolling with surprises. They'll take you to new exciting directions. Your day is an eight. Leo, you've been feeling hopeful about your love life. Capitalize on this excitement by, by going out places where you can meet other people. Your day's a nine. Virgo, hmm. you may find that you don't have answers to all of your questions, and that's okay. Find security in the unknown. Your day is an eight. Libra, people at work may, be, may think your goals are too big. Ignore them. Aiming high will help you set yourself up for success. Your day's a 10. Scorpio, focusing on the future may cause you to wish away time. Don't do that. Practicing mindfulness will help you appreciate the present. Your day is a nine. And Sagittarius, your hours at work may be limited. Delegate tasks to people on your team to ensure greater efficiency and results. Your day is an eight, and those are your Thursday morning horoscopes. Is it okay to like do our thing now? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, sounds good. Actually, we've been doing our thing for yeah. 10 minutes. <laughs> Thank you, Samantha. Thank you, Gandhi. All right, no, yesterday, something crazy happened. We had four country superstars on our show because we want them all to come in as, as, a, as an interview live. Yeah. Uh-huh. That was awesome. But on the phone, uh, my challenge was on the phone, how many can we get? And with each country superstar we got on the phone, we donated $1,000 to a charity. So yesterday, Thomas Rhett... Kelsey Ballerini, Cole Swindell, and Dan Smyers from Dan and Shay Cult. So we're donating money, and we got press from it too. It was so cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. You know what? Just to prove that we're not just a like a, a one horse pony, a pony. <laughs> well, not one pony horse. What? One, one, one trick. One, one trick, trick pony. pony. Oh, crap. <laughs> or one horse show. One horse I sound like Greg T. <laughs> anyway, so we donated four thousand dollars. We got to know our country artist a little better yesterday, thanks to, of course, our friend Rod Phillips and Froggy. So there you go. What a great day yesterday. Today, we have Sebastian Maniscalco on. Yay! And then tomorrow, the one and only Taylor Swift. There's a lot happening here. A lot going on. And now the three things we need to know from Gandhi. What are they? President Trump believes Russia should be allowed to participate in what used to be the G8 summit. It changed to the G7 summit in 2014 when Russia was kind of asked to leave. But he says that the administration is looking for world peace and free trade and that Russia needs to be a part of that. 
some areas in Nevada now bracing for the two alien-themed festivals that are happening next month. We didn't know if it would go down, and it's happening. They're not going to storm Area 51, but there are festivals. One is called Alien Stock, the other one called Peace Stock, and certain areas, are, especially Rachel, Nevada, are trying to declare an emergency state because they're nervous about all these people trying to, quote, see them aliens. <laughs> see them aliens. <laughs> we want to see them aliens. And finally, I don't know if I would be interested in this or not, but scientists in Germany just created a new blood test that can predict if somebody is going to die within the next 10 years. Oh, geez. Would you be interested would in you, taking it? Would you want to take that? No. I don't think so. The results would kill me. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah, so they say that this is 80% accurate, and that means if you are on the way to take that test, it can tell you how much longer you have to live if you even want to know. So we're hey, not sure. Put this on our list uh, to, of things to talk about later. Yes. Because I have a theory there. Oh, okay. You guys ready for your, is this Thursday? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Ready for your Thursday? Yes. yes. Welcome to the morning show. Morning show. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Audiobooks are now an outdoor activity thanks to Audible. And this summer, I'm feeding my need to get out there and keep up with the latest celeb memoirs, inspiring originals, bestsellers, and tons more. Choose your first audiobook. It's free. Get it at audible.com slash Elvis. Sometimes I just want to sit here. And shake like a chihuahua. Do it. I know, we all need a little chihuahua shake. <laughs> Which sounds nutritious as well. Kind of does. Uh, anyway, so who who's in a good mood today? Me. All right, everyone's in a good mood? Yeah. Nate did not answer. All right, so let, let's uh, let's hang out with Nate. Nate, what can we do to make you, make you happy? I think if we have a great show, if Sebastian Maniscalco comes in here and makes me laugh, I will be having a great day. He's such a funny guy. Oh, yeah. uh, how long until he's on? In about an hour and a half. Okay. Uh, so uh, last time we had him on, uh, he was great. Sebastian Maniscalco. If you don't know who he is, he's one of the funniest guys. Yeah. And so after that, uh, a lot of us went to see him and, and do his show at Madison Square Garden. And we had the best night. And this is what's great about going to see a movie in a theater or even watching a movie on Netflix at home. Or going to see a concert or a comedian, it's so great just to let let go and just be in the moment yeah. and not and, and put your phone away, even turn it off. I know because you know, sometimes when your phone is on, you're not enjoying what's in front of you. You're really not. You're oh, not. Yeah. Well, you, even if it's in your pocket and you never take it out once, if every once in a while you'll feel that little vibration, like it does take your mind out of the game. So just turn it off. Anyway, isn't it great just to go, just to be into someone's story they wrote for a movie or into a book you're listening to on Audible. Yep. Audible commercial on the way. <laughs> or, or into uh, Sebastian Maniscalco's uh, stand-up. Yep. You know, I also went to see uh, one of his specials. I, I think it's Netflix. I'm not sure. Just funny guy. I can't wait to tell him how much we love him when he comes in today. Uh, looking back at yesterday, again, four of the biggest country superstars, Thomas Rhett, uh, Kelsey Ballerini, Cole Swindell, and Dan Smyers from Dan and Shay, to get them on the phone, and it, it wasn't even planned. No. It was like, on your mark, get set, go. If you can get if you can get uh, country superstars on the air, we'll donate $1,000 on behalf of each one. And they called. Yeah, that was cool. The nicest guys. I've and decided woman. now I'm going to add a country uh, element to my entertainment report every day as well. Oh. I usually kind of ignore the country world, but we're going to embrace them now. Well, then oh, you nice. I, then, Daniel, you and I and Froggy, we have work to do with yeah. Gandhi because she just isn't catching on. And, I, and that's okay because I never liked country music at all, and I grew up in Texas. I'm okay. like, ugh. I'm going to keep an open mind to it. I told you there are a couple love songs, and I'm like, oh, that's yeah. cute. All right. But, you know, just in general, it wasn't part of my growing up. It wasn't part of my life. Like, yesterday, Brody said, country boy. Really? You have no idea what that song is? And I said, at what point in my life do you think that ever related to me? Yeah. It doesn't. 
I have no beef with it. It just wasn't part of my realm. You know, the only beef they have in the country world is their steaks on the plate. Steak, yeah. <laughs> they don't have beef yeah. in country. Country has no beef. No. <laughs> except for except for walking around in the corral. No diss tracks in the country world. Yeah, exactly. They're out, they're out, they're out in the pasture. <laughs> okay. That's the only beef they have is in the, is in the pasture. I like that. <laughs> the only beef I got is in the pasture. Like that? All right, feel good. Hi. Hello, producer Sam. Hi. Do it. All right, Gandhi, yeah. you are going to love this one, so brace yourself. Okay, I'm racing. It's from our Canadian listener, Danny. Hello. And when it comes to training future service dogs, The dogs have to be ready for everything, right? Uh Because they're living alongside their human forever. So, with that in mind, I present to you this photo of dogs sitting in a theater watching the performance of the musical Billy Elliot. Oh, my God. They're actually sitting in little seats (laughs) with their heads poking above. I'm dying. It's just a theater of dogs (laughs) watching, and they're actually prepping to be theater-going dogs. And the theater-goers said they were very well-behaved, and they all graduated and did their thing. But that's so cute. I tweeted it out, so it's up for you at Elvis Duran Show, but I promise it'll be the most adorable thing you see today. And if you have a story as cute, email me. Sam is ElvisDuran.com. Subject line, feel good. Thank you, Sam. Uh, and Gandhi. Hey, Danielle, yeah. what do you have coming up? Uh, we are going to talk about Forbes' list of the highest paid actors. Did you make it? Uh, no. All right. <laughs> How you doing? This is Wendy Williams. What's up, y'all? I'm Beyonce. What's going on? This is Drake. And you're listening to Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. You know, it's all so obvious. We live in a world where uh, we all want to be heard, but not everyone's in the mood to listen at any given moment, right? See, with Audible, which we all love, by the way, mm-hmm. You can quiet out all the horn honkers and all the screamers. You can turn off everyone. Let's say you take a a bus or a train to work every day. Shut it down. Oh, yeah. Not the train, but all the noise. You go into uh, your audible, your audible world, and listen to those stories that these incredible writers have written or listen to some motivational stuff that comes for free and complimentary from audible. Your time, your attention, you know, it's got value. It's worth something. It's valuable. And your listening time with Audible, you pick your story, you decide what gets in your ear. Yep. Not someone fighting over here or, <laughs> or someone over here going, hey, Danielle. Or mommy, mommy, mommy. <laughs> oh, God. Mommy. How no. did you know that's my house? Yeah. So if you're one of those people who, uh, who takes public transportation or you can hear, <laughs> binge listen your favorite audiobooks, series, writers, narrators. Be in it. Observe it. Enjoy it. Let your imagination go where it needs to go. But at the very, very foundation of it all, just know that you're listening time is your time reclaim it with audible and you can start a 30-day trial choose one audiobook or two audible originals absolutely free with unlimited access to guided meditation and fitness programs you can't go wrong with it audible.com slash elvis it's audible.com slash elvis oh my god holy crap hi oh hi elvis <laughs> duran in the morning show yeah watching uh, the little league world series last night it's the world series because i know i see other countries are coming in it you know but we have the World Series with our professional baseball teams, but it's just United States teams. Why yeah. do we call it the World Series? Brody, why? Well, also, don't forget we have a Canadian team. Uh, because when baseball started, only America played baseball. And since we're arrogant, we were the best team in the world, we were the only ones playing. But when the Little League World Series started, the whole world was playing baseball. So they are all included. Okay. Right? In Little League. Right. Well, we still call ours the World Series, but it, we have one team from Canada. It's American arrogance, which I love, but that's why we do it. <laughs> okay, all right. I wonder, we were talking about that last night. Like, why do they call it the World Series? So I had one of those nights where I tossed and turned. I woke up at 11, eyes open, set up in bed. I'm getting married. <laughs> yes, you and are. And I started thinking about it. 
and the guy next to me I'm marrying is snoring. <laughs> and so my mind, you know how your mind goes when you can't sleep? It starts magnifying things and oh, amplifying yeah. things. Mm-hmm. So last night the snoring got louder and louder and the voice in my head is like, you're going to live with that for the rest of your life. He's going to be snoring louder and louder. Just imagine how loud it's going to be in 20 years. And I'm like, oh God, no. We'll have separate bedrooms. I think, yeah. I told you, my husband at this point says, you know, honey, it's been a good ride, but that's snoring. Maybe we should get separate bedrooms. He does have earplugs now. Okay. Okay. Well, speaking of good ride, when does that end? You know what I'm saying? Oh, I don't know. Hopefully never. In 20 years, is everyone still getting a good ride? You know what I'm saying? I hope so. Hey, so uh, Blondie. Sorry. Uh, Gandhi with the pink hair. Hello. I did a story in her news. I want to talk about this for a second. Okay. Even though it concerns death, I will not bring you down. Okay. Here we go. Go. Okay, so scientists in Germany have come up with a blood test that's going to be able to 80% accurately determine whether you'll be dying within the next 10 years. Okay. Do you want to know? So if they said this test was 100% accurate, I would say no. I don't want to know if I'm going to die in the next 10 years. Okay. But if someone said, you know what, Elvis Duran, you have an 80% chance of accuracy on this test saying, yes, you will die in 10 years. I'm like, well... Then let me work like hell to fix that. Yeah. If I have an if the, if the test is only eighty percent accurate, right? Let me prove it wrong. Right. Oh so yeah. Let me work and try to live my life. Let me try to live. So with that said, what if we all just kind of walked around thinking, eh, we're gonna be dead in within ten years? Let's try to fix that. And not only with with you know taking care of your your body, but also your mental state, yeah. taking care of your stress levels. Yeah, we should all be living as if we're about to die. I agree. And that way you're going to live better. You're going to enjoy life more and you're going to be happier because you're going to live longer. You're doing everything everything you can to live longer. I don't think I'd want to know at all. You don't want to know? No, I get that. I, I totally yeah. see that side too. Because I think that's all I think about. Like I know how my mind works yeah. and I would be just obsessed with it for till I died. And I don't want to do that. So <laughs> I just want to live my life. I think though, like what if you, it was the opposite and they said, you know what? You are going to live at least 10 more years. Don't you think people would just kind of be like more like a days ago? They go and, eat some donuts. Yeah. yeah. And just kind of bums about things. What's that scary? Well, you can even apply your logic at even if the test was 100% accurate. Why? If I'm going to die, I know I'm going to no. die. I'm going to I'm going to just sit there and just eat. No, 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 because it's you can still <laughs> everything's reversible in the human body. You could still work hard to change it. No, they're saying you're going to no. die within 10 years. Yeah. It's a guarantee no. in the current state. But that means you can exercise and do things for yourself. Nope. Not so you necessarily. Can it. You're going to die. No. Because it could be like <laughs> genetic risk factors like for cancer yeah. or other things like that. You can't Really exercise yeah. that if way they say you're gonna die, okay, let's say you're gonna die in in five hours. Good God, man, give me a cheeseburger. Yeah, seriously, I'm going <laughs> down by doing all the wrong things. Yeah, <laughs> what do you got? What do you got that has some sort of poison in it? I want it. I'll take it all. <laughs> oh, I don't know. You know, I I think the key to the story here is scary, and everyone is you know, there are so many factors that can, that can lead to you living longer. So let's let's go for those. And you got to put stress in there. You got to reduce stress. Yeah. Stress. Every single doctor I've ever met will tell you you can live longer if you just eliminate stress as much as you can. I'm like, okay, done. Call me there. I get stressful because I don't know where my next cheeseburger is coming yeah, from. Yeah, that is very stressful. <laughs> hey, let's go talk to Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. Rise and shine. Oh my God. Up and at him. Good morning. Wakey, wakey. Hands off, snakey. <laughs> What's going on, Jennifer? What can we do for you? I'm just getting ready for school, and I'm so loving that you're talking about trying to not stress because that is one of my goals this year. I'm a teacher. We've got our first week back, and 
I'm trying to just stay calmer <laughs> and breathe more and get the kids to do that. I love that, that you're talking about that this morning. I can't believe I'm on with you guys. I'm like in shock. Well, I'm glad you are too. Yeah. I'm glad you're on. I uh, up. In, in, I, I declined the first time that Diamond called me because I thought it was a robocall. <laughs> it's 6.45 in the morning. And then she called back and I'm like, wait a minute. I know that number. So I cannot believe well, I Jennifer, obviously Diamond, Diamond called you because you sent a text to her and she found it interesting. What did you text us when you texted in? I was texting about it was our first week back at school, and I, we were just ready to make it a great one. Yeah, so good. I texted Monday morning. Yeah, great tea. Yeah. So, so here's the thing. It's the stress thing. And yeah, I so yeah. agree with you. You can actually have fun reducing stress by just barking yeah. at people who make you stress. <laughs> Give them the stress. Yes. Stop it. Stop Agreed. stressing me. It's like, <laughs> and you know, stress comes in many forms. It's just like one little negative slip that someone says. You can look at them and go, you're stressing me out. Right. Stop it. I don't want to hear it. me. Yeah, don't stress. Well, and when you see other people stressing, you're like, stop stressing. Right. Because you're yeah. stressing me. What, what do you do? <laughs> like, say a, a student is totally stressing you out during the day. Like, what do you do to get over that? Well, you know, I practice yoga. I'd like to say I do it every day. But there's a breath that we learned that was called a lion's breath. And you just breathe in really hard. And then when you breathe out, you just let it all out as yep. loud as you can. And that normally helps. Um I've taught it to my students, too, and, you know, there's a lot of expectations at school now, and like you said, there's a lot of stress in life in general, and it's just a really little technique, but it works. Here's what you do. Here's how you do that breath, because that breath, I do it when I work out. You inhale as deeply as you can, and then you exhale as hard as you can, as if you're trying to fog up a mirror. It's like... Yeah. Yes. Then, yes. Yes. <sighs> And you get all the breath out and even go further and just oh. empty your lungs and oh, do yeah. that 55,000 times. <laughs> 55,000. Until you pass out. And exactly. then we're good. Hey, so Jennifer, here's what I want to do. Since you're a teacher, uh, our friends at Brother, the best printing, the printer company in the world, I took mine home yesterday, the Brother Ink Vestment Tank Printer. I'm going to give you one of these. It's fabulous. You're joking. No, you're joking. Not joking. You're joking. This thing is so smart, it, it knows when it's running out of ink and it orders it for you. That's crazy. It's almost kind of creepy. <laughs> I don't trust but it. Also, it is. That's fantastic. But also thanks to Brother, uh, and these, by the way, these uh, ink vestment tank printers started under $160, full of value-packed stuff. We're also going to give you a $500 cash gift card to spend as you wish. Elvis, I'm in shock right now. I, I am. I, like, I don't even know what to say. I want to cry, but I'm so happy to talk to you guys. You are making my day. It's, I'm going to see you in Parma. I'm coming up to see you in Parma. Oh, oh good. Yeah, yeah huh? I'm going I'm to be there for the, uh, the book signing. Yes, yes. Nobody can go with me, so I'm coming myself. And it's I'm so true. Excited. I we're, can't wait. We're going to be at the Cuyahoga Library in Parma, yes. Ohio. You know, people don't know this, but Parma, Ohio, that's where Parmesan cheese was born. It was. Really? Wow. Not, really? Not Parma, Italy. No, Parma, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I heard. Oh, my God. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. That's what I I heard. Thank you guys for doing what you do in the morning. You really, I know people tell you this all the time, but you really have no idea how much happiness you bring to everyone oh, who listens you. to you every day. Well, thank you, you so much. You brought us happiness by calling. So hey, good luck in, uh, in the classroom. I didn't mean to stress you out with that printer. Hold oh, on. Hold you. on one second. I'm like, oh my God, I don't have paper. <laughs> anyway, learn more about our friends at brothertank.com. This is actually a great gift. These printers are great. 
unbelievable. And you know you know someone who has a printer that's a piece of crap. Oh, yeah. Order one for, for them, the brothertank.com website. Brothertank.com. Go there today. All right, Danielle. Okay. So I love looking at the Forbes list of the highest paid actors. Uh, they look at what they've done over the past year, how much they've made. So coming in at number three is Robert Downey Jr. with $66 million. Ooh, Chris them. Hemsworth, $76.4 million. Now, The Rock comes in at number one. He made $89.4 million. That is a lot of money. But it's down from last year because he made $124 million last year. Oh, how will he make it? So he actually came in second to George Clooney last year. But this really? year he's number one. Yeah. You know what I was thinking about The Rock? You yeah. know how I had uh, I had uh, Botox done on my forehead so uh-huh. I can't lift my, my eyebrows don't go up? Oh, yeah. The Rock can never do Botox. No. He has to be able to lift that eyebrow. Yeah, because we won't know what he's cooking then. Well, exactly. Maybe he can just do Botox on one side. As long as that one eyebrow can go up, he's fine. Yeah. Okay, back to you. <laughs> so this is the time of year where we're dropping our kids off at college. Well, even celebrities have to drop their kids off at college and say goodbye, and they cry. Angelina yeah. Jolie dropped her son Maddox off at college in South Korea. There's a video somebody posted, and she admits she was trying not to cry. It's not easy when they're away from you and they've been living in your house for that long. Especially if he's going to college in South Korea. Yeah, that's a little far. You, you can't go to mom's house to do your laundry. Exactly. Like I used to do. <laughs> Major League Baseball issued a memo warning players not to use over-the-counter sexual enhancement pills because they're unregulated and can contain banned substances. Ooh. Apparently, two players have failed drug tests because of them. I know, but they had an erection. <laughs> they did. But they got it up, so it was all good. Uh, so apparently, Tom Bergeron, your host from Dancing with the Stars, he's not happy Sean Spicer has been cast on the show. He feels it brings politics to the show, mm-hmm. and he he doesn't want that to happen. And Sean says it's not going to be a problem. He says maybe it's going to unite America. Who knows? Uh, I don't think Sean Spicer on Dancing yeah. with the Stars is going to unite America. Yeah, I don't either. But I like that he thinks that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm also hearing that the people on Dancing with the Stars are only guaranteed $125,000. Now, even if they make it all the way to the end? The, well, no. The winner is a different story. Okay. If they make it through week three, they can earn more, but they cap out at $295,000. Oh. It used to be more, but the show doesn't get as many ratings as it used to. Right. And so it's less than it was. Huh. So, yeah. I thought that was interesting. I do. I go on the show just to go on the show, and I go on the show to lose some weight. That's what I was gonna that's say. You like, always lost get plan. in shape. It's such a journey of yeah, weight loss. That's awesome. Uh, sparkly so outfits. I said before I was gonna do some country news for you. Yeah. One of my favorite new shows, uh, songs, knocking boots. Luke Bryan, love it. <laughs> so Luke will be celebrating the tenth anniversary of his breakthrough album, Doing My Thing, by releasing a vinyl version on October fourth. And he actually talked about how his album came out at the right moment because he was having a tough time in his career. And it had enough big hits to get him to the next level. So this album obviously means a lot to him. And John Legend did something really, really cool. He is trying to show us that every kid should have lunch. And if you're having a hard time paying for lunch, you shouldn't be bullied because of it. Apparently in a lot of schools, if you owe lunch money, they'll put your name up someplace. That's And show that you need lunch money. I hate that. I I gotta tell you about something. Go finish the story. So there's a really really cool girl. Her name is Kirtana. She started this thing called At Lunch Crisis and basically she's trying to help students end their lunch debt and John Legend is trying to uh, post things about it on his Instagram to get people informed and I know Elvis you went there yesterday and didn't yes. you donate some money? Yeah, uh, yeah secretly, discreetly. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. Anyway, but I, I got a, a DM from yeah. uh, Kirtana 
last night saying, hey, thank you so much. For, yeah. You were so grateful. And let me tell you something. They're doing so many things uh, at Lunch Crisis. You can look them up on Instagram at Lunch Crisis, yeah. like you said. Mm-hmm. And uh, not only are they paying for kids' lunches, and you know, it's so important that kids have nutrition going for them yeah. when they're trying to learn in school, but also they want to enlighten people and say, stop, stop shaming these kids who can't afford their school lunches. Right, right. So anyway, if you, if you go to at lunch crisis yeah. on Instagram you can find out how you can donate as well and it's how just an sad important thing. is it that they even have to think about not being able to have lunch I, I mean that just should be every kid's right to have a healthy lunch you're it's right. so ridiculous you're right. tonight on television you've got preseason football the first season finale of holy moly the fourth season finale of Baskets, and over on Netflix, if you want, you can watch the series premiere of Love Alarm. If you don't want know what that's about, it's a Korean drama about a world where an app instantly alerts you the moment somebody falls in love with you. Oh my God, ah! I need that. It actually sounds like a really cool show. Uh, mine right? would be like, bong, yeah. bong, 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 because <laughs> so many people fall in love with me. Next, what if you got no alerts? That's bong. sad. That's sad. <laughs> next, notification. Next, you have to turn off your notification. Yeah. I don't want to know. I'm just so popular. Next hour, Liam Hemsworth has officially filed for divorce. Yeah, I was reading about that yesterday. I, I want to hear your story, Danielle. Yeah. Hey, Danielle, mm-hmm. uh, Songland was last night? Yes. Yes. You remember a couple weeks ago, Macklemore chose a song by an artist named Iroh. Mm-hmm. I fell in love with it. And by, by the way, this Songland is just an incredible show. Yeah. I love it. If you're not watching it on, I believe, NBC, right? You got to be watching this. Last night, they did something about a commercial. The song that one was in a commercial. Really? Yeah, the song that they were they were making for a commercial it was cool. Well, let me give you the song, Mac Lamore featuring Iro. Iro wrote it. This is called Shadow. Wow, I love that. So that was I know. From Songland. That was his song done by Matt. What? Iroh. Oh, Iroh. Sorry. You know, Iroh is from Brooklyn. Right hey. down the street. So, Songland. Watch it every week on NBC. What a great show. Love it. Oh, my God. I finally got through. You got it. Yay! Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. When it comes to finding the perfect gift, it's a basket from Tate's Bake Shop. It's the perfect answer. Of course, it's filled with their signature crispy and buttery chocolate chip cookies and more. Visit tatesbakeshop.com. Use the promo code Elvis. You get 20% off your purchase. All right, I'm not saying I'm disappointed uh, with the list of the Dancing with the Stars contestants. Yeah. Uh, Okay. But I am a little. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I will tell you this. In past seasons... I would start out sort of lukewarm or cold on it, and then I would learn to like them. So, I mean, there is that. You got to give it a chance, right? I know. I'm also disappointed that Sharna is not going to be back. So, she's the one who won with Bobby Bones last year. Right. And she has that flaming red hair, and I love her. She has always been my favorite person, even before she danced with him. And I'm disappointed she's not coming back next season. All right. Is it wrong that I laugh when really good-looking people have no rhythm? I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) sorry, Kim Kardashian, you're out. (laughs) <laughs> is it wrong? Yes, it's oh, awful. okay. Sorry. No, it's not wrong. <laughs> it was, I mean, she was so bad. <laughs> I guess someone who's just so well put together with beautiful clothing and yeah. they drive, you know, they have 16 Range Rovers yeah. to choose from, yeah. but they didn't get rhythm. You just yeah. chuckle a little. I'm but, like, oh, God, right. don't give with both hands. But Sorry. what I don't get about that is like Kim Kardashian doesn't need to be on that show. If you know you can't dance and you know people are going to make fun of you, why would you do that to yourself? Because you try. And a lot of, sometimes people have 
entered Dancing with the Stars not knowing how to dance, and they ended up winning because they learned how to dance. So, hello. Oh, that didn't happen to her. Free, it didn't happen to her. <laughs> no. So, you know, uh, sources are saying that Dancing with the Stars are guaranteed, the guys, the men and women are on there, are guaranteed $125,000. Mm-hmm. If they can make it through week three, they earn more, but it's capped at right around $300,000. Yep. So it used to be more money, but because they don't make the ratings they used to, um, they capped it at that. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Wow. Is that why we make less? Yeah. <laughs> what? We're lower than our cap. We, we lowered a cap. <laughs> anyway, so the maximum you can earn is like $300,000. So there you go. Dancing yep. with the Stars. The list came out yesterday. Okay, just a uh, wild guess. Who's going to win? Go. I th- oh. I think Allie Brooke is going to win. Love her. You know she's such a sweetheart. Yes. Yeah, she's so sweet. Because Fifth Harmony, and they already have the dance moves. I have a feeling she might win. I don't know. I feel like the uh, athletes always do really well. The football players, a couple of them have taken it, too. So, so Lamar so. Odom's going to win. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, Ray not Lewis is in, right? Yeah, Ray Lewis. I think yeah. maybe he, he could yeah. do well. <clears throat> hey, uh, your phone. Look at your phone. How, how long have you had that phone? Oh, God. Couple years, two years. What about you, Danielle? A little under a year, I think. Froggy, how long have you had your phone? Uh, About nine months. Yeah. And uh, when the new one comes out, you're gonna go get that one. Yeah, guilty. Yeah. No. So a new survey is saying that the majority of us are keeping our our phones for at least three years. How? People people are slowing down on it. Good. Because people, you know, for a while there was we were just all addicted to the new thing, the new whatever, the bells and whistles, and now Mm -hmm. we're no. No. You hold on to it. It's the same with cars. Oh. People aren't buying new cars like they used to. Wow. Uh, they're going to hold on to them. And plus, they make cars better now. Yeah. So you hold on to them longer. Yeah. I will hold on to something until someone pries it away from me. Like, I had a car for so long, it just stopped starting every time I tried to start it. So I'd park it down the street because I didn't want people to see that I was getting into a car that didn't start. Until finally, the people at my job said, you're an embarrassment. You have to stop doing this. Well, so, so what was so embarrassing about your car? It wouldn't start. Well, it wouldn't start, but if when it did start, was it still, I mean, falling apart? No, it was fine. No? Like the mirror wasn't held on? I mean, that could have happened. The roof may have been coming oh, down the fabric on, hold a little. On. Here comes Gandhi's car. <laughs> a little duct tape. <laughs> You're in a school zone. Pretty much. Yeah. That's exactly how it was. This so, is why I lease, so I can get a new one every couple of years. You know, I stopped leasing. Did you? Yeah, I just started buying them. Because mm-hmm. I found, like, I, I found for me, for some reason, I thought it was cheaper. And then, and then when you're done, you have something that's worth something. You can trade yeah. it in for something else. Although my girlfriend decided for the first time to not lease, and she bought, mm-hmm. and she's miserable now because she just wants oh. to get rid of it. Well, okay, there is like, that. she's like, I should have leased. Oh, wait, okay. Yeah. Gandhi, get out of the car. We got work to do. Here I come. <laughs> There goes Gandhi. You need a tune-up. Sounds like you need a tune-up. That's why I get that looked at. What's that straight name? Uh, I owned uh, one of my cars. One of my first cars was a four-door, mm-hmm. and only two of the doors opened. Yes. Of which one of them wasn't the driver's side door, so I would have to get into <laughs> the passenger side door. That's so cool. I, it was awful. It was right. so embarrassing. But it did run, unlike Gandhi's car. It did run. It right. ran like 50% of the time it would start. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's Those are good odds. Yeah. It was great with My gas. first car was a Volkswagen Beetle. And uh, it got stuck in second gear for. I was in. I was stuck in second gear for maybe three months. Oh, so I was. I would just drive. Okay, a high school. Okay, I was in high school. High school was downhill, so I just pushed the clutch in and kind of roll downhill. Get out of here. And then turn left, but I couldn't stop at the stop sign. Uh, if a car was coming, I was screwed. 
But if, but if a no car was coming, I could turn left on Finch Street, turn right on Graves Street, go all the way, and then turn right, and then it's uphill to the high school. Then I'd, I'd be in second gear, and hopefully it would get me to the parking lot. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that, was, that was for two or three months. <laughs> I had a car one time. You had to start with a screwdriver. Oh, my you, really, you yeah, The key was broken off in the ignition, so you just put a flathead screwdriver in there and turned it. It would, it would start. Awesome. I love that. Mine was a Dodge Lancer. That was my first car. Oh, and wow. I remember being in front of my boyfriend's house, and we had a fight, and I wanted to get out of there as quickly as possible, so I pushed it into the wrong gear, and the whole transmission fell out. Yeah. Oh, that'll do it. Scary, good- scary uh, had a nice car, but he had no floorboard. There was no floor. Oh, like Fred Flintstone? No, it, it, it rotted out. Right? The floorboard, it had floorboard rot. It was a Pinto, and they had no air conditioning. So in summertime, the AC would come through the floor because it was out. It was disgusting. You could actually see the concrete without a red light. I'm like, well, what's going on? You know, someone has an old car when it still has the following, when it still has a key that goes into an ignition. Do they still make those? Yeah, they do. They uh, do. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think if you don't, sometimes if you don't get the higher end of the car. They, it, there's they a key. Yeah, there's, there's like a, a key. key. It goes into an ignition. Yeah, and there are some cars like like my Jeep. I had a 2018 Jeep, yeah. and it had a key. Really? It okay, okay. I stand yeah. corrected. But if uh, when you want to turn on your bright lights, it used to have a button on the floor that you push with your foot. Right. <laughs> you don't. You don't. You don't know that. No. It was like a little awesome. knob yeah. up on the in the left on the. Yeah, floor. It was on the left side, up on the top left of the floorboard. And yeah. you would hit it with your foot. You have to yeah. hit it with your foot. I don't remember that. Yeah. What's that, uh, Brody? I had a car that was so old. You had a. Pump something on the floor to get the water to squirt on the windshield. Wow. That's amazing. That's an old car. Gotta crank it up. Wow. But yeah, several of my cars, uh, thank God we lived at the top of the hill because you'd have to push start most of my cars because they wouldn't start. (laughs) Yeah. They wouldn't start. You had to push start and hopefully they would. (laughs) It's like a lawnmower. I love it. I had friends who wouldn't get in the car with me. Like, I used to box with one of my friends every day, and she'd be like, can I just drive? This is so embarrassing. Yeah, I know. You want to drive? Go. All my friends were rich and had great cars. I always had the jalopy. Yeah. But we always had more fun in my car. There you go. Roll down the windows, all the pot smoke would roll out. Oh. Yeah, and I never cared. Like, if someone dinged me or, like, you know, rear ended me, whatever. My my favorite text is, like, you guys know cars can be fixed, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. No, because that takes effort. (laughs) And money. And money. Uh, Kelly, before we get into the three things we need to know from Gandhi. Hi, Kelly. You had to push start your car, too? I did. My, My husband would wake up, and the two of us would push it up our driveway, and then... I'd hop in real quick and uh, pop the clutch, and then at work, the guys would help me push down the push my car so I could start it to go home. Yeah, thank God you have friends. You need friends to push start your car. (laughs) I used to. It's the original push to start. (laughs) (laughs) My friend, my friend Melissa was push starting her car and she fell. She fell down somehow and it rolled on her head. Oh my God! (laughs) So she had tire tracks on her head when we took her to the hospital. All right, Kelly. Thank you. Have a nice day today. You too, thank you. Here you go. Let's get into the three things you need to know from Gandhi. Gandhi. So sadly, these fires continue to burn in the Amazon oh, rainforest. Scary. And it's so bad. Did you guys see yesterday that yes. in Sao Paulo, they actually went dark in the middle of the day. So the residents hanging out, having an afternoon, oh. and all of a sudden these massive plumes of smoke just came in over the city. And they said day turned to night wow. for about an hour. Yeah, it was really, really sad. So officials are calling these fires unprecedented. If you haven't seen the pictures, go look. It's awful. And when they tell the stories about you know, 20% of our oxygen comes from the Amazon. They call the Amazon the lungs of the world. Yeah. A lot. It's even more frightening than ever. And all the species of animals and the plants that live there that only live there. 
We're really hoping that they uh, can stop these fires soon. President Trump is wiping out student loan debt for veterans who have completely and permanently been disabled. He says America must never abandon our heroes in their hour of need, and the administration says about 50,000 disabled vets are qualified for this. And finally, we all have been on roller coasters, right? Some people like them more than others. I live on one. You live on one. An emotional emotional roller coaster. (laughs) Well, these people were on a ride in Florida at a place called Cobra Adventure Park in Panama City Beach. Well, as they were getting ready to take off on the slingshot ride, one of the cables snapped. Yes. I would have a heart attack. You know what would happen if they actually got launched? They didn't. They didn't oh, get launched. They were okay. But you can it see was, the video. Yeah, they had their hands up in the air like, woo, here we go. And the cable just snapped. Yeah. yeah. I've I'll been see. on that ride before, so that is Me too. scary. I don't think I'm going to do it ever again. Good luck if you go again. Oh Someone just sent a text. Uh, is that your three things? Yes. I counted two. Those are my three. I missed no. one. Thank you, Gandhi. <laughs> You're welcome. Someone just sent a text. Their first car was a Volare, and the horn would just honk on its own every once in a while. <laughs> Just letting you know it's there. Yeah, so, I love that. Uh, yeah, Laura, what do you guys want for lunch? Let's go and have a... Oh. Hello? Stop it. Stop it. My car. My car horn has Tourette's. He just got... Oh, crap. Oh, my God. Did I order a cheeseburger? Yes, please. Do you have corn dogs? I don't want to have lunch with you. I'm sorry. Uh. All right. Your $1,000 Poland Spring free money phone tap coming up next. And we're less than an hour away from Sebastian Maniscalco. I love you guys. I listen to you every day. Thank you for listening. This is Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Tate's Bake Shop. Love their cookies. Can someone add to this? I think we're causing problems for people because I've gotten a lot of DMs that say, thanks a lot for introducing me to Tate's because now I eat the entire bag, you jerk. Hey, do me a favor because I know know a lot of people when they discover Tate's, they like to tag us on the photos on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Tag Tate's too. Oh, yeah. It's Tate's Bake Shop, Mm -hmm. right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, I want because yes. we need them to know that you're eating the cookies that we told you to eat. Yeah, we need credit. Yeah. <laughs> we need credit for the fact that you've been turned on to Tate's. <laughs> are you Tate's turned on? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Tate's, you know, the summertime flavors are the s'mores cookies and the coconut blondie oh. cookies, and they're both fabulous. You know, I don't even really care for the for coconut, but these cookies, I could eat them by the dozen. Nice. I do. And we do. Yeah. This is my new thing. If I go to someone's house, instead of going empty-handed, bring a couple bags of Tate's, and yep. they're very happy. You won't eat one on the way. Yeah. <laughs> no, do not eat one on the yes. way. <laughs> Tate's Bake Shop. Uh, their cookies are fabulous. Go pick them up today, please. Thank you. You got any money? The free money phone tap. Yeah, the $1,000 Poland Spring free money phone tap. We love drinking our Poland Spring. It's so refreshing. But also, you know what? I love to support... Poland Spring, spring because they're all about saving our planet. Yes, yeah, so important right now. I was actually at a bar yesterday and I asked for water and they gave me a glass of water and I got angry because it wasn't Poland Spring and it tasted so bad. You could taste the difference. <laughs> yeah, I was complaining about it. Oh. But in saving the planet, you know, they remind us at Poland Spring that only 30% of our plastic beverage bottles are being recycled. Only 30%. What, third? What about the other two thirds? Where are they? In the ocean? Oh, that's depressing. It is sad. Yeah. And so uh, they are finding new ways to uh, get us up to speed with our recycling. Yeah, so all you have to do right now, they have an online hotline, they're calling it. So you can take a picture of something as you're throwing it away. If you want to know, can I recycle this? Just hashtag it, not trash, and they'll let you know. But also, they will donate $1 to the recycling partnership, up to $25,000, to try and save our planet. We love that. It's perfect. Mm -hmm. We love them. They give us more reason 
to love Poland Spring. Now, if you want to win the $1,000, thanks to Poland Spring, you can. It's a $1,000 phone tab. Be called on 100 now. 1-800-242-0100. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran, the Elvis Duran phone tab. Oh, no, not a Dave Brody phone tab. What? Someone's about to get pissed off. (laughs) Oh, that's for sure. Yeah, go ahead. Elvis, our listener Chloe wanted us to phone tap her husband, Daniel, for no other reason than she just wanted to bust his chops. She suggested I talk to him about something related to his daughter, so I call from the daycare center and say there's a problem. Oh, jeez. Yeah. You, you work at a daycare center? Uh, in this particular case, I do, and she's four. <laughs> Dear Lord. Hey. We have a real big problem. I just got off the phone with Andrew from Matthew Black Daycare, and he says that Angelica is what? acting inappropriate with the boys. Whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. Who's this Andrew guy? What does he do? What does he do? He, like, runs the place. He basically called her, like, slutty for a four-year-old. What? Yes. And then he said that she probably gets it from me. He says the way that I dress is loose and suggestive. You gotta be yes. You need to talk to him. I told him to call you because my head I was about to rip my hair out. Okay. Okay, Chloe, that was perfect. Okay, so you don't say anything, just stay quiet in the background. Here we go. Hello? Uh hi Daniel. This is Andrew from Matthew Bam Daycare. How are you today? Not too good. What's going on? Well, it's about Angelica. I don't know how much your wife told you. Uh, what exactly is going on? Okay, so she's been caught kissing a couple of the boys. She rubs their backs. Kid, man, you're calling me about my daughter kissing boys? Like uh, I've gotten complaints that she pulls up her shirt and says, check these out, boys. No, 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 Yes. No, 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 is that no, what you no, want no, your daughter no, doing? I can't have okay, that. hold on. All right, hold on. First of all, you need to watch your tone and the way you're speaking. Okay, you know what I'm saying? I have 73 kids to worry about, and your daughter's coming in, shaking her, her boobs. First of all, you don't talk about my daughter's boobs. Those words don't come out of your mouth. The please. other parents refer to your daughter as the prostitute. Two parents told what? me to keep the prostitute away from right. me. Yes, Kenny... There's no way in hell you could be allowing other other people's parents. Like I don't know. So I got to be honest with you, but wrong. as a parent, you should be more concerned with the way your daughter's acting. She didn't learn that here. We don't have little prostitute girls running around. Listen, that's the second time you call her prostitute. If you call her prostitute again, I'm gonna go down and I'm gonna beat the out of you, all right? Oh, I you see, I see. Respect. I can understand where your daughter gets this, this behavior from now. But I've asked you repeatedly to not, to, you're wearing down my patience, man. You know what I'm saying? You and I both know the way your wife dresses when she picks the kids up, right? All right, listen, if you're going to start talking about my wife, man. I'm listen. not talking about your wife, but you know she comes from with tight jeans and a low-cut shirt, and maybe sometimes your daughter gets the wrong impression. All right, listen, man, I'm not going to have you tell me how to raise my daughter. I think that you're a Moron is what I is what I really think. So I don't right? think I don't think that's necessary. I'm trying to help you here. How are you helping me? How are you helping me? I'm shielding you from what other parents have called your daughter. Prostitute was easy. I don't even want to hear what else. Well, what do you expect me to tell other parents who refer to your daughter as whore at four? I, I I'm just saying that one person as said what? that. That I it was it was it was something silly. It was you it doesn't matter. Watch because I'm going to go down there and I'm going to take care of you right now, all right? I'm done Look, with Look, I didn't call your daughter. Well, no. I didn't no, no, say no, it. No, 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 I'm no, saying no, that no, she's no, getting a reputation. No, no. Sir, I, I think no. you need a timeout. I'm going I, down there and I'm going to beat the f- out of you. I'm done talking to you. That's it. Uh, did, I'm just... Will he, will he actually go there? Uh, yeah, he will. You need to call him back before he leaves the house, okay? okay. What? Don't yell at me. How did it go? He says Angelica pulls her shirt up. The other parents are calling our daughter a prostitute. I'm not having it with this guy. I'm not having it. I'm going to go down there. I'm going to beat the out of him. No, you can't. You can't because she need, we, she's going to get kicked out. You need to call him and apologize. No, you lost, you lost your mind. You've lost your mind. I'm going to apologize. What if, what, what if I apologize to you? Who is this? Is this? Oh, I want to apologize to you because your wife, Chloe, and I are phone tapping you. Oh, get the f- out of here. <laughs>
<laughs> what the f- is wrong with you? <laughs> you know, I'm about to have an aneurysm. <laughs> I don't know. You're taut shaming. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes these phone taps, I just don't know. Anyway, thank you, Brody. Yeah, yeah, of course you did. (laughs) Thank you, Brody. If you have an idea for a phone tap, let us know. Go to ElvisDuran.com and click on the phone tap link. So, that was worth $1,000. The Poland Spring $1,000 free money phone tap. Alexis? Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited right now. I can't believe I'm talking to you. You just won $1,000. I'm so excited. Elvis, you and I share the same birthday. I've been listening to you forever. I love you guys. You're incredible. I cannot believe I'm on the phone right now. Thank you. Well, well, hold on one second. You're, today's your birthday is what you said? No, what? Huh? She shares no, the you same. and I share the same birthday, oh. August 5th. Oh, you're a Leo. So, you know, people, watch out. I am. The Leos are in charge, <laughs> right? We're in charge. We're a little feisty. Yeah, a little feisty. <laughs> and we're a lot sassy. Uh, Alexis, your $1,000 is on the way. Thank you for listening. Do you listen every day? I've listened to every day since I was 10 years old. Oh, I love that. <laughs> and now she's 12. <laughs> oh, yes. You're only 12. I know. Alexis, really old. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you for very much for listening to us. Hold on one second. There you go. Thank you again to uh, Poland Spring. $1,000 oh, so nice. Poland Spring free money phone tap. Another one tomorrow morning. So we're about 30 minutes away from Sebastian Maniscalco. Taylor Swift will be here tomorrow. Got to talk about her new album. And I heard... Some of the music, can I talk about it? Yeah, I can talk about it. We heard some of the, the music yesterday, and there's one song in particular that I love. I love it. Okay. I know, but I don't want to offend Taylor and say, you know, all the songs are great, but this one's exceptionally great. Would that make her upset? No. Oh. I would hope not. Well, Taylor, Taylor Swift. What about the other ones? How come you don't like the other ones? Well, I know, I didn't say that. I didn't say I didn't like the other ones. I said this one really sounded great. That's all I'm saying. But I guess if you're an artist, if you're if you're recording your songs, you you don't want to say which one is your favorite because it's it's like Danielle, your kids. Yeah, I, I don't have a favorite. I, I know you do. All parents have a favorite. <laughs> my <I> oldest <laughs> thinks that my youngest is the favorite. He tells me that all the time, but I'm like, that's not true. But it's, it is true. Yeah, the youngest is always a favorite. It is not true. Anyway, so, once I'm told Danielle's youngest that her older was the favorite, he started crying. I was like, <laughs> oh, Lord, that's not good. Not this good. is why Froggy's not allowed to hang out with my children. Gandhi, <laughs> yes. you're, the, you're the black sheep of your family. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely not the favorite in my family. My but sister is. I think you love not being the favorite. I'm fine with it because I you, say this all the time. You set the expectation low and you can never disappoint anyone. It's true. Right. Yeah. I mean, you lean into being the, the black sheep. You, totally. I mean, you 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 own that that role. Yeah, it's fine. I've given up. They're not going to ever be super happy with things I do. Right. I was the black sheep in my family. Yeah. But you they know, loved you. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're okay with me. Love I mean, me. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah. Almost when my son gets in trouble, he goes, you like the dogs better than me. I'm like, well, at least you figured that out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's obvious. Instead of a picture of your son on your phone, you have a picture of the dogs. Okay. okay. I mean, that's like, hello, lady. Okay, is your son upset about that? No. No. Bull crap. Do the dogs talk back? No, they don't. No, they don't. No, yeah, they don't. Tell, tell them the dog in the trunk story. This is my favorite. If you want to know who loves you more, your wife or your dog, lock them both in the trunk of your car, come back in 15 minutes and open it up. One's very happy to see you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, the one. There's one of them that's happy and okay with you. What's that scary? <laughs> my mother got drunk once and told my brother straight up that he was the oops baby and that I'm the favorite son. Hey, by the way, <laughs> what is right? See, I was an oops baby too. There is nothing wrong with being an oops baby. No. 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 Okay. Oh, God, I'm pregnant. I was an oops baby. There you, you go. But you know what? They raised you. They loved you. Yeah, my mom, they weren't trying, but they weren't not. It was just like, if it happens, it happens. I mean, you know. So I wonder if a parent's ever hold it against an oops baby. Uh, you know, you're an oops baby. Baby, get out of here. <laughs>
Hey, Bring- trust me, if I ever have a baby, it's an oops baby. Yeah, of course you yeah. are. <laughs> having an oops baby. <laughs> but I wonder if a parent ever said, you know what, you're the oops baby. I don't trust you. Go get your planned br- brother. <laughs> the brother we planned for. We didn't plan for you. Your, yeah. your opinion means nothing we to us. We didn't want you. <laughs> So, yeah, being an oops baby, I like, I lean into it. Yeah, why not? I'm like, hey, you had me. We didn't want to. Oh, well, you did. I know. Here I am. Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> you lose. <laughs> Who are you talking to over there, Nate? I'm talking to Danielle. Alyssa. Oh. Oh, where, can I talk to her? May I talk to her? My mom used to say that. I don't know. Can you? Oh, yeah, mine too. They still do that uh, to me. I, I need to talk to her. Hey, put her on hold. I, I said that so she would hear that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm not going to go to her if you don't want me to go no, to her. No, now. go to her. I think she's okay. Okay, we're right. Hey, Danielle, he, he was trying to put you on hold so we could put you on the air. Why? Why? You got to let us like control the situation. Hello. Hi. So Danielle tried to get pregnant. Yes. I didn't. Yeah, I'm loving the story. Sorry. <laughs> this is a great story. Okay, so you tried to get pregnant what and, last night. And oh, you got pregnant last night. No. <laughs> We have been trying to get pregnant for the last few months. Right. And last night, while we were trying, our headboard snapped off the bed. Oh, yeah. <gasps> Damn. No. You guys are trying hard. Yeah, that sounds awesome. <laughs> I mean, who needs even thinking of a kid at that point? You know, I wouldn't be thinking of a kid at that point. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, let's break the furniture. <laughs> Good for you. I mean, was it a headboard that was about to break anyway, or did you push it? Board, so then we had to deal with trying to get it fixed and replaced the next day. Oh, I got to tell you, what a great problem to have. Yeah. Yeah, we broke my headboard last night <laughs> having sex trying to make a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I have a question about after the sex. Did you do what I did when I was trying to get pregnant? I stuck my legs up in the air to try to make sure everything went where it was supposed to. Did you do that? Did you do that? <laughs> no, we didn't. Okay. <laughs> no, she's running around trying to fix the headboard. Right. It's like we're trying to get. I mean, if you if you think about it, when you're when you're planning and trying to have a baby, Daniel, like you're doing, mm-hmm. and the headboard mm-hmm. breaks, you shouldn't stop and think about the headboard. I mean, you should put the emphasis on having the kid. <laughs> we'll get a new headboard. Yeah, don't worry about that. Don't worry about it. So, we uh, didn't worry about it at the time. Oh, uh, <laughs> good. Out after. I love that. You, you know, can name uh, the kid headboard. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, we were doing it. We were doing it. Uh, can I tell the story? Sure. Doing it on a sink in a bathroom in a restaurant, and the sink fell off the wall. Oh, wow. oh my, my god! god. And, and so we had to like reach down and turn those little knobs to get oh, the water to turn off. But I found out later that same thing happened to Coaster Boy Josh. He was uh, doing it on a sink. He in was? a bathroom. The sinks a, are not built for humans to sit upon. We right. found that out. <laughs> but but Danielle, headboards are supposed to stay intact, and you totally <laughs> yeah. smithereened it. Well, good. Yeah, well, it's look- a little embarrassed to call and uh, try to see, but I figure we're definitely not the first people to do that. No, <laughs> no, not at all. Hey, look, you know, I'd be proud. Hey, how'd you, what happened to your headboard? Did you uh, Were you moving the bed and you cried? No, no, we were uh, doing it, man. We were having, we were, I was getting railed. <laughs> oh my God. Sometimes when you're staying in a hotel, it sounds like the people next door are breaking the headboard. Yeah. So, you know. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, Danielle, uh, congratulations on breaking the headboard. But uh, from the heart, sincerely, uh, I hope everything works out for you and, and the perfect baby comes your way. And uh, let us know when, when let us know when it does, okay? Or he or she does. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Good luck. Yeah. I don't understand. How come you, it took so long to get her on the phone? You know. What? <laughs> Why are you yelling at me? Why I'm are you so stressed? Yelling. I thought Listen, we were trying to get rid of stress. I was. Uh, <laughs> I, 
was trying to get her to get off her speakerphone because when people are on speakerphone or Bluetooth, you really can't hear them that well. Yes. And she couldn't hear me because the car noise was so loud. I got you. And that was, sorry, I'm trying to help you out here, man. Oh, I know. <laughs> Stressful. Oh, I know. I'm like, come on. I got to get that call. I know. I'm like sweating over here. Hubba, hubba, chop, chop. Let's go. <laughs> I'm over here trying to get a call on a TikTok, TikTok, time's oh, wasting. And I hear you over there going, okay, hold on. And when I hear you saying hold on, I know, oh, I'm, I'm about to get the call. And then you're like, no, no, no. I was saying hold on because she's telling her story. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, I was saying hold on because she's telling me her story. I'm like, no, hold on. I need you to tell Elvis this. Not me. By the way, back to... Uh, Kids versus dogs with Froggy. I got a text that says, I know Froggy has two dogs. I had no clue he had kids. <laughs> <laughs> See? What I tell you? That's not true. That's not, not true. <laughs> one out of every ten pictures is of his son, and the other nine are his dogs. But the dogs are in the one with the kid. Yeah, of course. Uh, let's get into the Danielle report. Danielle, what's going on right now? All right. So last night on Songland, I told you that Old Dominion was on, and they were uh, trying to come up with a song for a television spot for a Jeep commercial, and this is what they came up with. Listen to this. Hmm. There you go. It's called Young. Doesn't it sound like it belongs in a Jeep commercial? Yeah, it makes me want to buy a Jeep. I wonder how much money they, you make if they use your song in a Jeep commercial. I don't know. Hey, what's burning? I smell burning yeah, toast I smell or something. Too. No, I smell plastic, like rubber Gandhi, are you burning your breakfast? It's probably me. Why don't you go check that? Yeah, go Well, check. I didn't want to leave while we were on the air, but I believe my breakfast is probably dead now. Well, okay. Okay. R.I.P. Little Sandwich. Oh. All right, let's talk about the uh, Cadillac 3. They have a new song. It's called All the Makings of a Saturday Night. It's going to be featured well, by... That was what we just played. Oh, no, no. So you played the wrong thing then. So the Old Dominion song. Well, hold on. How many, how many, two how many car have... commercials are we playing today? No, that wasn't the Jeep commercial. I was questioning it because yes. they were talking about a spray tan. Yeah, so that commercial... Okay, so, so the one you just played was... ESPN and ABC during college football coverage. Right, this one right here. We got all the makings of a Saturday night. Got the Here's Old Dominion and their song Young for the Jeep commercial. Before the picture was faded, falling with our eyes open. It's gone before. The other one makes me want to buy a Jeep. Makes me want to buy a Cadillac. The other one sounds more Jeepy. They should trade. They, maybe they can. All right, back know. to you, Danielle. All right, so Keith Urban and Nicole Kidman went to an Iron Maiden concert on Monday in Nashville. I'm just telling you that because it sounds so weird to me. Iron Maiden. <laughs> That's all. Bethany Frankel is leaving the Real Housewives of New York. Simon Cowell, Paul Abdul, and Randy Jackson have talked about reuniting for Kelly Clarkson's new talk show, which Aww. makes total sense because they're basically, you know, the three people that gave her her career, you know, other Who than the Americans. Simon. Paula and Randy. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Original <laughs> judges from Idol. You remember? Yes. And Liam's Hem- Liam Hemsworth has officially filed for divorce from Miley Cyrus. They are, of course, saying irreconcilable differences. That's what all celebrities say. Uh, apparently, Miley is disappointed that it has come this far already. But when you see your ex out there making out with someone else, yeah, my I would be like, okay, I guess she's moved on. No, well, they're, they're saying that they were married for like seven months when everything fell apart yeah. and, they, and they, they separated. So, so it's been a while since yeah. they've separated. Uh, preseason football tonight. Holy moly, baskets and a little love alarm on Netflix. This show looks like it is going to be so cute. In North, a Korean drama about a world where an app instantly alerts you the moment somebody falls in love with you. Oh. Isn't that cool? Uh, it'd be going off all day. <laughs> Whatever. So much stress. <laughs> 
All right, thank you, Danielle. What's up? I'm Demi Lovato. Hey, this is Alicia Keys. It's Camila Cabello with Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Between work and family, time is very rare, but my Audible app is my go-to for instant escape. In the car, traveling, or even by the pool. I've got my latest audiobook, and suddenly, summer is all about me. Danielle, your first audiobook is free at audible.com slash Elvis. Have a marvelous day. Be safe driving in your car. Elvis Duran. Duran is the ringleader. How many sexual partners have you had? Oh, there's no way to answer that. You are a smelly pirate hooker. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Around the room. We'll start with producer Sam. What's on your mind today? I wish I could go back in time and talk to 18-year-old Sam. Because you guys, tomorrow I'm turning... 29 years old. Wow. And I used to freak out about my age every year up until I was about 27. Yeah, I remember that. I know. It's oh. so silly sounding, but it really affected me. But I feel like I'm finally aging into a place of comfort. You don't have to freak out about something you cannot control. Yeah. It's no. just it's stress you don't need. It's true. And I'm finally at a piece where I'm actually happy to be 29. I feel like my body's catching up to my brain. Yay. So on my 80th, we're going to be just right. Yeah, oh, you're almost there. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, good for you. Yay for yeah. 29, Sam. Calm yeah. down when you age, guys. If you're one of those people or you know someone uh, who is one of those people who really just freaks out at a birthday it just makes no sense it, it just there's so many things that you should be freaking out like oh, yeah. like how you can buy my new book yes that's how you i'm sorry be. what a horror that comment that was <laughs> how can i buy your book you know what stop worrying about your age oh go to elvis duran book.com elvis duran book.com you could always uh, buy your book there and win a trip on a ship Nice. nice on Norwegian bonus. Cruise Line. But you know what? Yeah, stop fretting over your birthdays. No. Doesn't make sense. Danielle, what's on your mind? So yesterday I was getting my nails done. Shout out to Heaven Nails in Hackensack, New Hi, Jersey. Heaven Nails. Yes. Hi. So uh, they realized who I was yesterday. And so a lot of the people in there are from Korea. So Serena, who works there, said, oh my gosh, you have to talk to my husband. His name is Phil and he learned English from your show. I said, oh my gosh, Uh-oh. he did From us? He, she said when he came here, he loved us so much that he put the show on in the background and we taught him a lot of English and yeah. I apologize. If someone moves here if someone moves here from Korea and learns English from Danielle, the first thing they say Hey, hey you doing? Yeah. I'm pretty sure when he got me on FaceTime yesterday he was like, What's up? How you so, doing? So. <laughs> Where are you from, sir? I'm from Fregan Korea. <laughs> hey Froggy, what's up with you today? So for the last two weeks, I made a deal with my wife that I would drink less soda and drink more water. Good. And she claims that I would feel so much better. How you doing? I'm two weeks in. I don't feel a damn bit different. I just have to pee way more often. I really, it, it's a pain. Give it another two weeks. Yeah. But I don't feel any different. You are you different. Will. Give yeah. it more time. You are different. Okay. You're just so, you were so bad that you just can't get out of that hole yet. I you need are. two more weeks of water, 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 yes, water, water. Do it. Do it. Do it. You can do okay. it. Hey, Gandhi, okay. what's up with you? Is it wrong to eat a sandwich out of the trash? No. Okay. Well, so, tell everyone what happened. Okay. So yesterday when I was getting my hair done, one of my favorite things to do was get a sandwich delivered to me from this place called Giovanni's that Danielle introduced me to. Yeah, so I love good. it. It's so a big good. sandwich. So I brought in part of it today. I heated it up. That was what the burning smell was. Mm-hmm. And I brought it in, was cutting it, and all of a sudden it jumped off the counter directly into the trash. <laughs> so I started to walk out of the room to throw a temper tantrum when Brody yelled, it landed face up in the foil. You're safe. Come back. So I have this trash sandwich. So did he pull it out of the trash for he you? He did. And it's sitting here, and I think I should eat it. It was face up. It's Fine. Have it's you had it? Here, try a bite, and you'll know you're just fine. Okay. If Brody's correct, it landed uh, foil down. That means yes. it didn't touch anything suspect. Right. Your sandwich is still good. And how delicious is that? It tastes really good. Okay. Well, I got bad news. He lied to you. What? 
<clears throat> no. The sandwich was sandwich was face down. I, I hate wasting food. And so I knew you'd be happier if you ate it. So I said it landed face up so you'd eat it and be happy. I'm going to vomit on you. I'm going to puke all over Spit you. Spit it out. Uh, oh, oh, she's spitting food out. No, it I hate you guys. Trash. It was in the trash and my snot tissues are in the trash. And that's the same trash can that Danielle throws up in. Exactly. <laughs> it's disgusting. Oh, God. So it now I'm going to stab Brody. He'll eat it. Scary, I'll eat it. Oh, I will. Bring over here, sister. I feel like we're on the Serengeti, and Scary is like a bird of prey who just kind of. <laughs> s- every day I'll see him swoop out into the living room, and he just he flies in circles and looks for food. You do. I really do, though, because yeah. I don't bring my own. It's breakfast. like why go in safari in South or in Africa when I we have our own Serengeti right here with Scary? Because mm-hmm. I, I I never bring food because I know that there's going to be some here somewhere floating around. All right. By the way, uh, oh, we're about to bring Sebastian Maniscalco in. Yeah. Mm. Fabulous. All right. Let's get that done tomorrow. Taylor Swift will be here. Nice. Before he gets here, Sebastian Maniscalco. I love him. He is. What are you doing? It was a little too abrupt. Yeah, yeah. It was nothing but abrupt. He's looking at us like, are you going to bring me? Okay, let's bring him in. (laughs) We open our doors and welcome the superstars. Live from the Mercedes Benz Interview Lounge. We always have a great time with him. Let's bring her in and talk to her. Elvis Saran in the Morning Show. And we welcome Sebastian Maniscalco. So excited to be here. I had one of the best times I've ever had on radio last time I did your show, so thank you for inviting me back. We're going to change all that right now. All right. All right, let me go ahead and talk about the fight you started in the room before you even walked in the room. May I quote Sebastian? He said, you know what bothers me? People who wait in line for sneakers. Oh, we got some sneaker heads in here? Oh, here we go. I will wait in line for sneakers. So Gunny's like, screw him. Uh Uh-huh. I don't even want to talk to you or look at you now. I'm so sorry. (laughs) What is it about people who wait in line for sneakers? What's your problem? I see it. I'm just bothered a lot by little things in life. So in L.A., sneakers are really a big deal, as they are everywhere. But on this one street, I often go down and I I go, what What is this? What are they doing? And uh, I'll pull over. What are you doing? Oh, we're waiting for sneakers. That's exactly that, how I say it. That ain't that ain't weird. I mean, no. I mean they're set up. They got a hibachi grill. Yeah. <laughs> they bring their own seats. It's like a you know I don't I don't get it. Because they're limited edition. I mean yeah. you know. Oh. Hey, you don't need to wait because you got people. You got people. Yeah. I, I wonder if, if even if I'm not having any people go in line and wait for sneakers. But wait, for me. to it's, be fair, people wait in line for Sebastian Maniscalco that's tickets. That's better. How about that? What about, a sneakerhead, a guy on his way to his sneaker line says, what are you guys in line for? Thinking it's sneakers. They go, oh, we're waiting in line for Sebastian tickets. Oh. Uh, I will throw I'll an egg at the them. Sneaker You're right. When you put it that way, I, it's, it's, I'm sorry. It's fine. I, I have to tell you, you know, what we do for a living, we usually, if we're at the garden or wherever, we're hosting concerts, this and that. We rarely get to sit down and enjoy a show. Last time you were here, uh, I was like, well, I got to go. So uh, my fiance, Alex, and I went to see your show, and we had the best night. Oh, good. I'm glad we, you enjoyed it. We just laughed our asses off. It was just... Hilarious. And so just thank you. Thank you for the oh, great no. nights well, you give yeah. everyone who comes to see that you. That was very, uh, very nice of you. I, that was one of the biggest highlights of my career, doing the garden and, uh, and having my family there. I brought my father up on stage, which he was shocked. He had no idea I was going to do that. So I brought him up. And then afterwards, he he was like, like I go, how was it? He goes, I, I, I can't believe it. I, I didn't even see anybody. I, it was like a blur to me. Um, so I think he was shocked. Um, People don't know that. People don't know when you're on stage, you don't. You really don't see anyone. It's mm, all light. Yeah, that you don't really see anybody. In, like the three or four rows, that's all you kind of see. Which is good because you were really razzing your wife's family that night. They were and, there, yeah. Well, no, so it's good you can't see them. 
Yeah, if I saw them, I might hold back a little bit. But uh, everybody's been a great sport, you know, making fun of the family. Not only my, my family, but my wife's family. It's all in good fun. So, yeah. although they didn't invite me for Thanksgiving dinner this year. <laughs> you know, they hate I wonder why. <laughs> hey, something I noticed, though, is every once in a while, and this tends to happen at great comedians' shows, people were screaming out bits they wanted you to do. Like, <laughs> yeah. dude, company's coming. Yeah. The bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> company's coming. And I know you don't like that. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of, like, the requests. Um, I'm not a band, uh, but it's flattering. It's flattering when people do it. I just I like to kind of uh, have control of where I'm going in the show and not have the audience dictate what they want want to hear. So when I hear that, I'm like, oh, yeah. a lot of a lot of people were drinking because I know we were drinking. We we were we were, were, half, were gone. We were twisted by the time you hit the stage, and then uh, I noticed that if people. When you're doing a show, be it the Garden or a small club, you you have hecklers. Mm-hmm. People love to get drunk and just give the crap to whoever's on stage. What is your way of handling hecklers? You've got to have like a special system or something. Uh, I don't get it a lot, although there was someone in a casino that was uh, uh, giving the opener a hard time. So I'm often, I have an ear to the audience when I'm backstage, and I kept hearing this guy go, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I go, oh, that's, that's going to be a problem. <laughs> This was, no, this was at another casino. I think it was uh, Bethlehem in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Right. And then uh, I got out there and he started in with the woo-woos. I go, okay, listen, if this is going to happen the whole show, we're going to have to get rid of you. And sure enough, the next joke, woo 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 And then my key word is, aren't you embarrassed? And then that's when security uh, takes the person. Oh, really? yeah. Is that your safe yeah, word? Yeah, that's your safe word. Embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> so if you ever come to my show and you hear, aren't you embarrassed, that's the, uh, oh. that's the key word, too. It's the too. safe word. Okay. Yeah. My safe word in bed is deeper. <laughs> oh, is this is a family show. <laughs> no. It's a, it's a family of pervs. By the way, if you're just turning us on, Sebastian Maniscalco is here. We've got a lot to cover. We've got to talk about hosting the MTV VMAs. Yeah. This is happening, what, Monday night? Yeah. This is Monday night. Are you yeah. nervous? Yes. You really? Yeah. Have you would, hosted something like this before? Never. This is so out of my, my wheelhouse, but that's why I took it. I, it's a challenge for me. It's exciting. Uh, but, yeah, it's... Uh, it's something I've never done before, so it's going to be interesting. So, do they uh, tell you to stay away from certain things, like, hey, don't joke about this, don't do? This. No, I haven't had any any instructions on what I can wow. and cannot say. Oh, they want good. an unfiltered view of the VMAs through my eyes, and uh, that's what they're going to get. Wow! Oh <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh and you're and for the first year, uh, the MTV VMAs in are in New Jersey yeah. Prudential Center. Yes, yes, a lot of music um, came out of Jersey. A lot of music. Uh, it's I saw the set. It looks outstanding and uh, we have some really really cool artists performing do you rehearse for that like do like you know lizzo will go in and do a sound check i do a bit of a rehearsal kind of like a show run to see how it's going to work but the material i've kind of tested uh, here and there in in comedy clubs um but it's kind of hard to do just because you know you don't want to say hey this is my vma set act <laughs> like we're in new jersey <laughs> so uh, i kind of cool. like weave it in to my current act okay are you pressured about what you're going to wear? Because the VMAs, there's like a lot of cool stuff. Cool sneakers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you have a great shoe game. You always have good sneakers on. Oh, look at these boots he's wearing. I got, a, I, got a, uh, I got a nice suede boot on. Yeah. Show Danielle your boot. Let me see that. Look boot. at this. Danielle's oh, those good. are cute. Yeah, yeah, I, Wait, I waited in line a long time for these. <laughs> I'm sure you did. <laughs> Liar. Hey, uh, by the way, I loved you in uh, Green Book. That was... Thank you. You know, when I saw Sebastian Maniscalco in Green Book, I'd never seen you do that, that acting thing. Yeah. And not like that. And I was, whoa. It wasn't a stretch. I mean, you know come what? on. I played, it, I played me. 
I know, but, <laughs> oh, I know, but I know it's a little different than when you have a live audience and when you're in, it in front of a bunch of cameras. But when the Irishman comes comes out, that's that's going to be great. Now you do play a different type of character in the Irishman yes. than you. Yes, I play a, uh, a mobster, uh, yeah. which is like a dream come true for me. A murderer, me. <laughs> uh, a yeah, cra- uh, crazy. I'm, I'm crazy. I'm nuts. In the heavyweights that were part of this film. Yeah, I mean, De Niro, Pesci, Keitel, uh, Pacino, Scorsese's directing. I went in, I, I had a wig. I, they put a wig on me, and um, they're like, Mr. Scorsese would like to see what, what you look like in the wig. And uh, <laughs> That's so pervy. <laughs> <laughs> and I walked in, and uh, we sat, and we talked for a half hour, and I walked out, and the wig people were like, well, what do you say about the wig? I go, you didn't even mention the wig. <laughs> I go, I think he thought that was my hair. <laughs> Describe the wig. I mean, what does it look like? It's, uh, it's, it's kind of like a mascania. It's like a, um, it's kind of like my hair, but more. Right, yeah. right. I can ask you something. You know, you're working your ass off, obviously, because I follow you online. I know you're always working. Are things as funny to you now as they were when you first started doing stand-up? Yeah, that's a good question. Yes, they are. I mean, I, I always find the humor in whatever I'm doing, whether it's... Uh, you know, I, I went to the Oscars and I fell down some stairs at the Oscars, which in, in my tuxedo, the night of the Green Book, uh, trying to get on stage. I was I was seated up in the third balcony and, and uh, I was trying to get on the, the first floor to go on stage to get the award. And I was going down the stairs, and I boom fell down 19 steps. Oh, and you uh, counted on the way down. Well, I did. I estimated. Okay. It. <laughs> um, so I didn't make it. I didn't. I didn't get on stage to get the award. I mean, they had everybody up there. It was like 43 people up there. And my, of course, my father's calling me. Where, where are you? You know, like he, he's, he's wondering where I am, and I'm like, well, I just fell down the stairs and I couldn't get in. So. Maybe Mary if you would have had great. some good sneakers, you wouldn't have fallen. Maybe. Here she goes. She's really pissed off. He's going to have you removed. What's that word I know, again? You're embarrassing. I am Aren't not you embarrassed? embarrassed? Aren't you embarrassed? But, you know, the, the thing that just draws me into you is just you talking about your father, talking about your family. Yeah. And then you can mix that in with your 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 other life, too, falling down the staircase at the friggin' awards. Yeah. You Bother Me is the name of the tour, right? You Bother Me, yeah, starts in September. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of things that bother me. And I'm gonna what be... bothers you? Like, what bothers you? I don't know. I mean, other than. Other than people who wait in line for, for sneakers. Yeah, on the way here, a guy, you know, I, I don't get this whole, like, let's take my shoes and socks off on the airplane. <laughs> and then Skanky. And then walk walk to the bathroom barefoot. I, I don't know. That's disgusting. Bothers okay, that's, me. Yeah, that is nasty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As long as I can get a full night of that with you, I, that's cool. Yeah, it's, that. it's, it's more, the, more of that, plus my father. So when you got the call from uh, Jerry Seinfeld saying, hey, let's do uh, comedians in cars getting coffee. Yes. But you were on a Vespa, which I think was very unique. Yeah. The thing is, is Jerry invited you and your wife out to dinner with Jerry and his wife that night. But we never found out how the night went. Well, actually, how was my, dinner? my wife wasn't with me, but we did go to Jerry's. I went to Jerry's house for dinner. And uh, it was, I mean, you know, some of these things that happened, like I, I watched this guy growing up. I remember first seeing him, I think, on a Jerry Lewis telethon. He was doing some type of charity thing. And. The fast forward, uh, you know, and now I'm having dinner with the guy at, uh, at his house was, I mean, it was just surreal. There you go. Yeah. Look at that. You wake up one day and you're having dinner at Jerry Seinfeld's right. house. It doesn't go to your head, does it? Does it like no, hit, I mean, listen, you go a little bit? No, it no, no I, it's been 21 years doing this. So uh, it, it's been a lot of struggle and uh, I'm grateful for everything that's that's happening to me, not only 
uh, professionally, but then personally as well. Got a little baby. Uh, you just had a new yeah, baby. Yeah, how's the uh, baby? Right. Baby's great. Uh, they asked me, I was in charge of taking my son to get circumcised. Right? How'd that go? <laughs> uh, I didn't know how I was going to take uh, take to it, but it was kind of traumatic for him. And before they they did it, they turned to me, he's like, do you, do you want to save the foreskin? <laughs> And I'm like, uh, I'm good. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know who's taking that home in a Ziploc bag. Make a Christmas ornament out of that. Yeah, what do you do? Like, save it? And then when he's 18, like, here's the rest? I mean, I don't know what people are doing with it. Um, but apparently, um, that's a thing. So they threw it away. They, yeah, they so threw so that away. So trash can is your son's foreskin. Yes. Does it bother you? No. Yeah. No, that's where it belongs. Okay. You don't want to freeze it? No. <laughs> it's not like a wedding cake. Yeah. You eat it a, a year eat later. Eat it in a year? Like, no. Well, no. Don't make Gandhi vomit. <laughs> Sebastian Maniscalco, of course, you got to watch him. Next time you'll see him, of course, on the VMAs, Monday night on MTV at 8, 7 Central. And uh, just on behalf of everyone in this room, we love what you do. Just keep doing it. You can do all the movies you want, all the award shows, but as long as we can see you on a stage talking about you and your family and your life, we'll always be your number one fan. Oh, so thanks. thank you. That's yes. never going away. I'll always do stand up. Yeah. Make sure you include the uh, foreskin bit. In the- yeah, I might put that in there. Screaming at the stage, do the foreskin bit. <laughs> and then you'll tell me I'm embarrassed. No, no, no. I'll do it for you. I'll do it I'll for you. I'll get kicked out. Sebastian Maniscalco. Thank you. This show is I love it. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Hey guys, bedtime is sometimes a battle for both you and your kids. For instance, my daughter Ella, she struggles sometimes to fall asleep. Well, fortunately, Trish and I have now discovered Vicks Pure Z's Kids Melatonin Gummies to help her fall asleep naturally. Find Pure Z's Kids in stores everywhere. So, if you have Sebastian Maniscalco ever coming to your city, go see him. He's so funny. Such a nice guy. We really yeah. enjoyed hanging out with him. So, tomorrow, we have Taylor Swift on the show. We're going to talk about our new album, Lover. And we have to talk to her about the title and how it bothers you. Yes, I Listen, am ready. Okay, I don't want to insult her by saying that the title of her album bothers you. I okay. just want to let her know that Gandhi, the word lover, ever since I met you a year ago. Yes. Every time we'd use the word lover, it would it would take you to a dark place because you just hate that word lover. Right. And I feel like the next year of my life is going to be really tough with this album coming out. And I would like her to think about me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I have, I'm, I'm hoping she'll talk you out of that. But also, uh, you hate the term making love. Hate it. Hate it. Okay, so Sorry. do me a favor. When we're interviewing Taylor tomorrow, please yes. don't make that vomit noise. Yeah. I, it's really involuntary, to be honest. I know, but every time I, I say, oh, it. Taylor, your new album lover, and <laughs> you hear this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not a good, not because, a good look. Because it's, it's not her music. It's not her album. It's no. just that word. It's just the word. I it, mean, everybody it hits a, has. It hits a nerve with you. Yeah. We all have trigger words. I know it, and that's one of mine. Okay. All right. Oof. All right. No, thank you. Try to be positive. She's a guest. I will do my best. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Uh, we have that going for us. Uh, anything else we need to purge? <laughs> anything else we need to get out of the way before mm, our next guest uh, comes in tomorrow? I think we're good. I think it's we're a good. Friday tomorrow, by the way. Your yes. weekend is on the way. Oh, yeah, bring it. We will. That was so sexual scary. Yeah, bring, bring, bring. <laughs> My boyfriend might stop by tomorrow. Oh. Now, does he know that if you're in this room, you're fair game and a microphone will be turned on? I will tell him that. He needs to understand that. Okay. That's a rule at our show. If you're in this room, you never know. You may not go on or you may be forced to go on the air. He's a little bit shy. Could he maybe just stay in the other room with Scotty B? If he doesn't want to be on the air, he ha- he cannot come into this room okay. while oh. while we're doing a break. Okay. I'm sorry. That's the way it is. You that's fine. No, I do know that rule. Yes, that's fine. Because we don't have a plan. Okay. 
It's just, I'll look across the room and see what I'm looking at, and I go, Straight Date, what's up? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> see? So Straight Date was over there on his phone texting someone, and I just interrupted him. Who are you texting? I was actually texting Darren Pfeffer, our good friend Darren I Pfeffer. I love Darren oh, Pfeffer love at Darren. Madison Square Garden. What's, yeah. he, what's he doing? He's working on something, uh, but it's a long way off, so I don't even want to say it, even though I know you're going to ask me what it is. What is, what is it? John Mulaney, your favorite comedian. <gasps> love him. After oh, Sebastian Maniscalco. I love him. Yeah. Well, are we getting him up here? We're trying. It's a long way. Like I said, it was a long way up. But Brody got a, a message from him, so I followed up. And I love Darren Pfeffer. Darren Pfeffer, who started here just like uh, Danielle yeah. and, and Scary. We all grew up together. Yeah, I mean, you all grew up here at the station. Now he runs Madison Square he Garden. And he's still the nicest guy on the planet. He, he is. is and he lived guy. in my haunted house for a while. That's right, he did. <laughs> Danielle, what are you thinking about? Go. Right now? Yeah. Like, what, what, what's on your mind? Go. Other shoes. Than, okay, shoes. <laughs> Yay, shoes. What else is on my mind always? I'm telling you right now, so Instagram has me hooked. Now they give me all their Instagram ads, and they're all for shoes, and I and, and you can just double click, and it Apple pays, and they're on their way. It's terrible. I know. I have stacks, and I'm, I'm going to wear them all, though. <laughs> Do you have? Are they all still in the boxes? Some. <laughs> but anyway. They're there for safekeeping. I know. Me too. What's up, Scotty? So I'm trying to find a colorful suit for your wedding, and I gotta say, I can't do it. I'm looking around. I'm trying to find something that fits, something that looks like it'll look good on me. I don't think bright colors look good on then me. Wear, then wear any color suit, but wear a bright, colorful shirt. Oh, I never thought about that. That's, right, that's what I'm doing. It's so easy. But the second I started shopping, all of a sudden Instagram started showing me ads from sites with colorful suits, and they all looked like Dumb and Dumber. I'm sure there's got to be some old Arsenio Hall line of suits. <laughs> No, go, to, go to eBay. Um, oh my God! Do you have emphysema? You okay? Did you hear that? I did. That was a that was a wheeze and a half right there. Oh Lord! Would you wear a yellow sheen suit to your own wedding? You can wear whatever you want, Scary. I, I, so I have what it's two hundred and some people. I have to call Why? because we're having a party on yeah. Friday night, and people are confused about what they're supposed to wear. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to wear something colorful and casual. See, it yeah. says colorful and festive on the invitation. Okay, that's fine. But so, people, people say, I went out and bought a suit. I'm like, don't wear a suit to yeah. that because I'm wearing jeans. Yeah, I don't at least think... it was getting a dress. I'm like, you got to climb stuff. No, don't do that. But we didn't know. Like, a lot of people who've never been to the place where you're having the party mm-hmm. don't realize that you're not just in a room having cocktails and eating. You're actually exploring and climbing yep. ladders. You're climbing and things. So you really should be wearing pants and not something someone can look up. Exactly. <laughs> right. unless Scary. You, unless you want that. Don't wear a skirt. <laughs> Yeah. You know, next week we have our cake tasting, and I, I got to tell you, it's probably my favorite part of wedding preparation so far. Yeah, that sounds awesome. What are you doing? We got to go taste cakes. Are you leaning toward a certain flavor? We have, we get three flavors. Okay. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. We're trying to be non-traditional. I don't want a big old cake with a cake topper, right. like two guys standing up there holding hands. Okay. <laughs> you don't want to keep that. That's makes vomit. you sick. Like my vomit. I don't yeah. want two guys holding hands on a cake. <laughs> Okay. Um, and, I, and, and someone they were asking, well, what song do you and Alex want to dance to to your first dance? We're not going to have a first dance. Oh. Why? Because okay. I don't, don't want to. It's, and Daniel, I mean, and Daniel and Alex is like, I don't want to dance. I do, do I have to dance? He may, he may dance with his mom. Oh. So that's good. That's nice, though. Any other traditional things I can just... Are you doing the garter belt? No. Or the catch the bouquet? No. Or any of those no things? no bouquet. Can we or... throw rice? 
No, no, don't throw rice. You don't throw <laughs> rice. That kills birds. Kill all the it? animals. Are you going to carry him over the threshold? And no, all that? that's later. <laughs> what do you mean throwing rice? They haven't thrown rice in a thousand years, have they? No, they throw rose petals now. They throw yeah. oh, they blow bubbles. No, they blow bubbles. Can bubbles. I blow bubbles? Yeah, well, I'll, we'll, we'll bring a monkey and so named Bubbles. Jokes. My friend decided she was going to do sparklers. Like everybody hold up sparklers and they ran through. I'm like, that is so funny. No, I don't want sparklers because yeah. everyone's hair will catch on fire. Yeah, yes, Froggy. Will. Uh, are you guys going to be so tired after the party that you won't be able to do it that night? Or are you guys going to like it? Why is this a question? I'm not going to answer that question. I will well, tell a valid you. Question. I, you know, Alex and I, we do, we do like a, a cocktail from time to time. What's, what's wrong with you, <laughs> from Nate? From time to uh, time. Nate's holding his head. No, like I, I was trying to do the math in my head. Do you have something old, something new, something borrowed, and something blue? Uh, all of them are my scrotum. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, here's what we're doing. What was the question? Oh Are you guys gonna do it after the no. mar- that night? Yeah, so, so Alex and I love cocktails, and we love. We know that there will be shots at some point, but we both agree that we're not gonna start drinking till eleven o'clock. Okay. Okay. So we can stay sober and talk to everyone. What time is the party? O- the 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 reception. The, thing, over? the reception's over at midnight, and then okay. the after party kicks in. Yeah. Yeah. I, I got an that. early flight bum, bum, the bum, next bum, morning. Hey, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah, I do. What's that scary? Now, is the bridal party going to line up on opposite sides of each other no. and form an arch with their arms, and you guys are going to like run through the little no. arch underneath? It? No, oh. no, we don't want that. We don't want any of that. Mm. We want to do anti-everything. And We're you're even... not going to give people the chance to speak now or forever hold their peace, right? No. Good. No, because oh. people like will that. speak. This I know. Yeah, because you got some real speak. jackasses you're inviting, and they'll, they'll say <laughs> something stupid. Yes, Garrett. Have you had the argument over where people are sitting? We haven't started that uh, seating chart yet. All right. I'm not worried about it. I'm not stressing. Who's not talking to who? You know, there's only two people. Ooh, no. Okay. There are (laughs) four people that have to be guarded against other people. Really? Yeah. Oh. For several reasons. So you got my request. Well, I found out the other day. You requested? It was me. No. (laughs) I found out the other day that someone's ex-wife had an affair with someone else who's going to be at the wedding. Oh. Oh. Oh, so much tea. Tell us. So I don't know. Well, that's, I'm, that's all I'm going to tell you. Dang. There are some people of different political backgrounds. I think will be will be spread out. Okay. Uh, let's see what else. Are you going to be lifted up in a chair? No, no chairs. No. Mm. And there's no Mr. Softy truck. We're <gasps> oh, the shot donkey. Are we doing the shot donkey? No, because we're afraid someone's going to accuse us of animal abuse. But this shot, shot donkey, donkey, he's taken better care of than we are. Let me tell you, the shot donkey, this he gets like all these breaks, and he's only there for like an hour, and they charge a ton of money, and the, the, he's taken better care of than we are. Wow. So if there is a shot monkey, no, shot donkey. 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 Can, we, can we move on? A shot monkey. <laughs> Do you ever think that you're a strong person? I used to think I was until I read this list. The oh. list called signs you're a strong person. <laughs> okay. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Security, you have music for this? I'm looking for the Incredible Hulk. Hold on. <clears throat> I stole this from uh, one poll online. How do you know if you're a strong person? Here are the top 10 signs. Uh, this is a survey that it found the top signs uh, you're a strong person, being able to admit when you're wrong, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I went down the list thinking I was a strong person until this list totally tore me in half. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. It's now time for Are You a Strong Person? Number one, are you able to admit when you're wrong? Yes. Mm, rarely. You know, Daniel, you're great at admitting when yeah, you're wrong. Yeah, I know. No, no, it's good. I'm wrong all the time. <laughs> thing is, when you're wrong, you get embarrassed. You're like, you change yeah. the subject. Yeah. The kids do that, too, a lot of times. They get really embarrassed. I know. They, yeah. yeah. I, I can admit it from time to time. Number two, having a positive attitude means you're a strong person. Okay. Yeah. 
yeah. I do typically, unless you stress me out, I have a, I have a positive attitude. Number three, being honest, even when it's tough. I'm pretty good at that. Yeah. You guys? Yeah, I think so, too. They yeah. think you're a strong person if you're being honest, even when it's tough. Number four on the list of things that make your, make you look strong. Speaking up when you think someone's being unfair. Oh, absolutely. Of yeah. course. Yeah. yeah. Number five, standing up for other people who are being mistreated. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Okay, here's number six. Uh-oh. On the list of signs that uh, mean you're a strong person, apologizing when you're wrong. Not just admitting it, but saying you're sorry, too. So, and not condescending. That's really tough for me, but I've learned to, because it's hard for me to say, like, I'm sorry I was wrong and you were right. I'll get a card and deliver the card. Okay, that's that's saying it. <laughs> yeah. See, my thing with uh, <laughs> apologizing when I'm wrong, it's difficult because I'm rarely wrong. <laughs> that's a problem right there. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, you, so, don't, you don't have much practice at being wrong, exactly. so you don't really know how to handle oh, it. Okay. Get out of here, Froggy. Okay, okay yeah. so at number six, I'm going to say I've got a, I need to work on that. All right? That's apologizing when you're wrong. Not just admitting it, but saying you're sorry. Okay. Number seven on the list of signs you're a strong person, being supportive. Yes. yes. Yeah. Number eight, being able to ask for help when you need it. Ooh. You know, isn't it funny how sometimes you're considered stronger if you show vulnerability mm-hmm. and you ask for help when you need it? I think that's a great thing to know. Yeah, without a doubt. I'm not good at that. Not good at asking no. for help? Uh-uh. Neither am I. Oh, I can ask for help when I, I'd rather you help me. <laughs> Look, if someone can help you. And typically, they do want to help you. Let them do it. Okay, so I'm going to work on number eight, asking for help. Number nine, putting your problems aside to help others. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm a strong person. Uh, number ten. <laughs> oh, so here's my big failure, right? Number ten. You're uh, the number ten sign. You're a strong person. Being patient. Oh, no. <laughs> No. I don't have that either. I don't have any of it. No, I don't really have a lot There's of that. There's a line. I'm not standing in it. Yeah, no I want an answer now. Nate, yeah. now, 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 now. Yeah. I have none. Uh, committed to your family means you're strong. Being a hard worker means you're strong. Not giving into peer pressure means you're strong. Ability to forgive other people. I have actually... A, you guys get mad at me because I forgive too fast sometimes. You do. Yeah. Sometimes you really do. Yep. But I, I guess did, it's a strength. Well, you know what? There's a difference, in my opinion, of forgiving someone and moving on. Yeah. Yes. And sometimes you think I'm forgiving. I didn't forgive them, but <laughs> I move on because well, I don't want that negative energy. I don't. I would just want to unload it. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't need it. People who've done me wrong, no. Will I trust them again? No. Do I forgive them? Mm, I don't know. No. Do I move on so it seems like I forgive them? Yeah. So my list of things to work on, being patient... <laughs> Apologizing when I'm wrong, not just admitting it. And uh, what's the other one? Hmm. Whatever. I think you have to work on being wrong more so you can learn how to do these things. <laughs> nah, it's hard to do. Forcing wrong. Uh, what a straight name. My favorite thing is when you ask one of us to do something. And you'll say, hey, Nate, would you go do this? Fine, I'll do it myself. <laughs> 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 Chance. Why not? I'll ask for something because I need it right then. Because you know what? When you're doing a live show, the clock is ticking. You can't push pause. I go, Nate, damn it. I need that, I need that phone call all now. And he'll just sit there. Okay. No, I'm like, what are you doing? You're thinking about like, picking rutabagas? Get out, get out there and give me a call. It's a live show, damn it. I, I know. But you need to be, be a little more big. Give me like another three seconds to react. No, because right. I know you. Because you won't do it. And I'll have to ask someone else to do it. I know you. My dad was like that when I was a kid. He'd be working on something. He'd say, oh, well, you run in there and get me a screwdriver. And I'd go, I'd be looking. He'd come running through the door. 
David, I'll get it myself. I'm looking for it. I can't find it. I'm looking for it. What are you yelling at me for? <laughs> patience. I got to work on that. Yeah. Got to work on that patience thing. Let's get into sound with Garrett. Garrett, yes. what do you have? My favorite is I must be the only one that cares about this show. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, who says that? I don't know. I heard it. <laughs> Obviously, no one cares about the show like me. I also really okay. like why is no one working? Oh yeah, that is so. That is so Devil Wears Prada. Yeah. Uh, why is no one ready? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into uh, Little League World Series. Uh, our local team from Elizabeth, New Jersey, unfortunately lost to Louisiana yesterday, but their coach gave a very uplifting speech. And here it is. We fought. That's who we are. We're fighters. Every single one of you is going to be successful. All right. For the rest of my life, I'm proud that you guys are going to call me coach. All right? There's dad and there's coach. Oh. I love you guys. Oh. Look at that, boys. Three, one, two, three, hey, last, last thing. I need you guys to help me up. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I love hearing that. Yeah, it, it was. It's a cool moment once once you see it. Uh, do, now, this is a dog imitating a police siren, which sounds like it's probably from the U.K. Top of my car. Yeah. <laughs> Get people out of my way. <laughs> All right. Uh, remember this song, Pen, Pineapple, Apple, Pen? No. no. I do. I have a pen. I have an apple. Uh, apple pen. Why? Yeah, that's Pico Taro. Uh, I guess he was bored and wanted to come back with something else. So here's his uplifting song, Everyone Must Die. Yeah. <laughs> Including my voice. Wow. Uh, all right, let's. Um, Billie Eilish, number one song in the country right now, Bad Guy. So a guy, a dad, decided to do a parody called Dad Guy. Some people shouldn't be allowed to record music. <laughs> no. I give you all, love all, serve all. That's what it's all about. Give me some uh, good music. All right, let's start with Charlie Puth. Came out yesterday. This is very interesting. It's called I Warn Myself, and it might be about a certain celebrity oh. that he dated. Oh, God. Well, let's, let's boil that down. He dated... Uh, Ella Thorne, Bella yes. Thorne, and also... Megan Trainer, Yeah. Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez and Haley Seinfeld. Mm -hmm. Ooh, this must be about oh. Selena Gomez. <laughs> uh, well, it's, it's called I Warn Myself? Yes. Here we go. When's he coming back? I miss Charlie. Uh, he's supposed to come back in September, but we're trying to find a date. He's showing a lot of shirtless shots recently. Did you see what he did to his hair? What? Shaved it all off. Good. Mom. All right. And uh, Five Seconds of Summer came out with this yesterday. Uh, when you hear this, you have to listen to it very loud. It's called Teeth. Five seconds of summer. That's called Teeth. Yes. Going on tour with Chainsmokers in a couple weeks. Beautiful. I love that. Excellent. There you go. You're a good American guy. I Garrett. appreciate it. Thank you. That Guys. sounds so good. Let's get into the Danielle report. Now, Danielle, what do you have going on? All right. I have a Tic Tac in my mouth. So Ooh, get a bang out of line. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> All right. So, 
I'm going to try to do more country stuff because we love our country artists and we're a love all serve all here. And we had a bunch of people on yesterday, so... Let's talk about Luke Bryan. He will be celebrating the 10th anniversary of his breakthrough album, Doing My Thing, by releasing a vinyl version on October 4th. He talked about how this album came at the right moment because it was a really tough time in his career and it had enough big hits to get him to the next level. So that's why this album is so important to him and that's why you're going to get it on vinyl. Love him. Mm Mm-hmm. So John Legend is doing something pretty cool on his Instagram. He is uh, talking to some girl. Her name is Kurtana, and she is the founder of At Lunch Crisis. It's an organization that is erasing students' lunch debt, raising awareness about lunch shaming, and bringing change to the school lunch system. And it's a really cool organization. He wants people to learn about it, because obviously you shouldn't be shaming people if they can't afford lunch, and every kid deserves to have good lunch. You can go on and make a small donation. Mm -hmm. It's called lunchcrisis.org. So go check Check it out. Uh, and John Legend and Elvis, I know you were checking it out yesterday. So I that's checked pretty, it out. That's pretty cool. Uh, Forbes put out their list of the world's highest paid actors over the last year. And The Rock comes in at number one. He made $89.4 million. But mm-hmm. that's down from what he made last year. Last year he made $124 million. But, but he's he, still number one. Yeah, but he wasn't number one last year. Actually, George Clooney was number one oh. last year. Uh, Chris Hemsworth is second with $76.4 million. Robert Downey Jr., $66 million. So congratulations to all of them. Um, I already talked about that. Dancing with the Stars, we know who's in the cast now. Uh, we talked about it yesterday, but just in case you don't remember, Christy Brinkley, Dawson's Creek superstar James Vanderbeek, <laughs> Lamar Odom, you remember him from basketball, from Khloe Kardashian, from a brothel, all those things. Uh, Ray Lewis, um, he, they said he is an NFL star slash real-life murder suspect. Yes, That's how they're dis- describing him. Uh, Kate Flannery from The Office, uh, Kel Mitchell from All That, Hannah Brown from Bachelorette, Lauren Alain... Uh, Lauren Elena, she is from American Idol, and she is also a country singer. Uh, and Fifth Harmony's Allie Brooke, uh, and the list goes on. And Sean Spicer from the White House. He's the former White House press secretary. That was a weird one. So apparently Tom Bergeron, who hosts Dancing with the Stars, wasn't happy that they cast him because he felt like it was just going to bring a lot of political craziness to the show. But Sean promises that's not going to happen. He says maybe this will bring America together. Yay. Yes. That's so. what'll do it. It's not political craziness. It's just craziness. Yeah, it's just craziness. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino, congratulations. He is expecting his first child with his uh, his lady, Daniela. They are delighted to announce. He's 56 years old, by the way. Uh, preseason football going down tonight. Holy moly, baskets. And I want to check this out. It's the new series premiere of Love Alarm on Netflix. It's a Korean drama about a world where an app instantly alerts you the moment somebody falls in love with you. I want that. <laughs> I mean, I can't. doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, that's right. You're off the market. Getting married. Stop loving me. Off the market. Uh, is it true, Froggy? We have food news on the way? We do. What's up, Spazzy? Hey, this is Justin Timberlake. Hey there, it's BB Rexa. And you're listening to Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Ah, uh, warmer weather makes everyone want to get into better shape. You know what? It's, it's rough. You get into the gym, you're like, oh, God. I'm going to spend an hour here. It's going so slowly. You need audible in your ear. Audible isn't just audio books anymore. It's unlimited access to exclusive audio-guided fitness programs. It's like having a trainer in your back pocket. Makes the treadmill go much faster. True. Now, they have several programs that are updated constantly, like Ab Blaster. It helps you build your core strength in just five or ten minutes a day. That's it. New classes added every week, so it's fresh. Also, Audible has the Half Marathon Training. It's a two-part, 12-week program that guides your runs and coaches you that extra mile. And also, when it's time for bed, they've got bedtime yoga. Guided meditation, guided yoga, they have it all. It is a thing. 
Get your body ready for a good night's rest. That and a billion more titles on Audible. Start your 30-day trial. Choose one audiobook and two Audible Originals. Absolutely free. And enjoy the unlimited access to guided meditation and fitness programs. Go to audible.com slash L. Text us at 55100. Standard data and messaging rates may apply. It's Elvis Duran in the morning show. Hey, can we get back to the conversation you were having, Danielle? Yes. About this incredible, incredible young lady Mm -hmm. who started an organization to uh, help out with school lunches. Yes. At Lunch Crisis. Yeah, at Lunch Crisis at Instagram. Go check it out. Her name is Kratana. She is amazing. She's incredible. Yeah. Look, and I just don't understand why school cafeterias or schools in general are shaming kids when they go to school and their parents fall behind in paying their lunch bill. Right. There was there was a school I was reading about, and they were actually posting a list on the cafeteria door, a list of the kids who were owe money. That's ridiculous. That's so embarrassing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So I was having a dialogue with her uh, online. Oh. Let me see where it went. Oh, gosh, I lost it. Anyway, uh, and she said, thank you. Thank you for your support. And, you know, and also the the importance of proper nutrition that's needed you know, for kids. You know, you also have to keep in mind that the problem also is at home. Look, if the parents don't have the money to pay for their school lunches and they're mm-hmm. falling behind, they may not even have enough money to put food on the table at home. Right. And, and you know, when kids are out for summer, they're missing out on nutritious meals available at school. And so during school season, at least when the school lunches are available... They get the nutrition they need. Maybe the only nutrition they'll get that day. Right, exactly. That's the most heartbreaking part. So if you go to this, uh, go to this organization, it's at Lunch Crisis. Yeah, at Lunch Crisis on Instagram. You can uh, link over to their website, and you can uh, they have a GoFundMe page. Yeah. If you can, whatever you can, and John Legend did it. Other people are doing yeah. it. If John Legend can do it, we can do it. Yeah, and you know what's so cool? It's like this is our youth, and she is, you know, showing us that our youth is going to do amazing things. Already doing you know? it. No, seriously. Yeah, you know, she, uh, as a young lady, is mm-hmm. doing more than most adults are doing. I out love there. It. She's doing a great job. So at Lunch Crisis on Instagram. Go to Instagram at Lunch Crisis and go from there. Do what's right. I mean, I, and the fact that she's doing this, she's pulling on this off, is yeah. just pretty amazing. It's food news. Well, speaking of food, yeah. it's Froggy's Food News. Come on, Froggy, well, what do you got? I recently told you about the rumor that pumpkin spice lattes would be returning to Starbucks this month. And yes. now I have a definitive answer. A rep from the coffee chain says, next Tuesday, August 27th, you will be able to get your PSL the earliest it has ever happened. All right, well, we'll see you next Tuesday. Next Tuesday at Starbucks. So, the Iowa State Fair just happened, and you know we love food on a stick. We always go to the Iowa State Fair. And so, the best new food award at the Iowa State Fair this year goes to Georgia's Roast with the Most. Now, listen what's included in this meal. It's beef pot roast, white rice, chorizo crumbles, roasted green chilies, cheddar jack cheese, corn tortilla crumbles, candy corn salsa wrapped in a cheddar tortilla, with sour cream drizzle, uh, drizzle, and a side. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I don't want it. Sour cream drizzle. I'm not eating yes. that. Yes, you do. Oh and a gosh. side of zesty salsa verde. Right. Zesty, I bet. No, wait, no, go backwards. There, there's a candy corn what? Salsa. Oh, candy corn's amazing. Goodbye. You stop. What do you? Well, I don't even know what the story's about anymore. <laughs> it's about, it was about food at the Iowa State Fair. Oh, what flavor was the jizzle? 
Sour? Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, sour cream. What else you got? Froggy. America's favorite sandwiches have been ranked. Coming in at number five, the club sandwich. Number four, the BLT. Number three, the roast beef. Number two, a grilled chicken. And what do you think number one is? Peanut butter jelly. Burger. No, peanut butter jelly came in at number seven. What? No. Satan. Pizza. Grilled cheese sandwich is number one. Pizza's not a sandwich. Yes, if you fold it up in half. Oh, that's right. In New York, sandwich. In New York, it's a sandwich. It's a sandwich. Sweet. Grilled, grilled cheese is number one. Yes, the yeah. number one sandwich in America, grilled cheese. And last but not least, these are snack hacks. You can use a waffle maker to make the other things other than a waffle. You could take those pop and break bake cookie dough uh, little chunks. Put it in a waffle maker, done in half the time. I'm a hash it brown works. guy. Put your hash browns in your waffle maker. Oh. Yes, tater tots, frozen tater tots. Put them in a waffle maker. They're done in a splash. Oh. And last but not least, instead of breaking the ice cream scoop every time, place your ice cream in the refrigerator for 30 minutes. It's so easy to scoop and eat. Mm. I put it in the microwave for like five seconds, and then you can scoop it out easier. Well, that'll and work, too. Put some jizzle yeah. on there. And then jizzle. Some sour cream <laughs> jizzle. That's so great. Thank you. you. That's the number one sandwich. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> I want my froggy. Froggy's food news segment. I want my froggy. Froggy's food news segment. Hey, it's Lady Gaga. Hi, America. This is Sam Smith. Hey there, it's hey, Dean Lewis. Lewis. With Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran and The Morning Show. You know what I heard yesterday? What? Walking through a park with trees, with lots of trees, it... It'll make you just as happy as you are on Christmas morning. Really? Yeah. I totally agree. I love it. say spending time in nature is not only promoting your own mental health, it's just great for you beyond that. Unless you're allergic. (laughs) (laughs) My little guy's allergic to every tree known to man. So he starts sneezing, his eyes get puffy. Yeah, I'm the same way, (laughs) but I still do it. At least you're not uh, Nate, who's allergic to anything and everything with a heartbeat. Yeah. You know, I look, I bring, I bring my little schnauzer, Max, in here all the time. And you're okay because he's hyperallergenic, allergenic, really. But uh, Scotty brought his dog, what's his dog's Sawyer. name? Sawyer. Sawyer. Big, furry beast. Oh. Beautiful, cute dog. But uh, poor Nate was in here. Just, uh, yeah. <laughs> and all I did was walk through Scotty's studio in the span of five seconds. It started to affect me. Oh, It's crazy. That's I was upset. cats. I was upset yesterday. What? Because Sawyer doesn't have a tail, and I didn't realize that that breed of dog, they cut the tails off if they're born with them, because that's the way they're supposed to look. And I was, I was like, I don't understand. And so he showed me pictures of some of the puppies born with tails. Right. And I go, but those ones have tails. He's like, but they're not supposed to. I go, but if it's born with it, why don't you right. leave it alone? They do, the same with, they do the same with Cocker Spaniels as well. They clip the tails. That's terrible. It's awful. They, do it, they do it with guys' penises, too. I, well, yeah. Just slice it right friend. off. I know, but uh, my little schnauzer, he's got a nub. They cut his off. Yeah, Otherwise, I, it looks like a rat. Okay. Aww, so what? That's how they're born. Born this way. I didn't realize. He has no tail whatsoever. I'm like, from all you see is his butt with no tail. It's like so (laughs) strange to me. It was so cute, though. Even though it's awful and horrible, that butt was the cutest little butt I ever saw. Tell you what, if I didn't live in an apartment, I would have 75 dogs. Yeah. Yeah, me too. 75,000 dogs. (laughs) And I'm not exaggerating. Seriously. Not by one. Hey, so here I'm getting married, uh, what, in 22 days, right? Something like that. Right. Have you ever waited until you're married? Or... Waited till you broke up with someone to tell them something scandalous about yourself oh. or to tell them something about you that you never had the guts to tell them while you were with them. Like, 
Typically, it would be cheating on them. Yeah, sure. Because I remember when I broke up with someone, I'm like, okay, now that we're done, I got to tell you. Yeah. There was someone else. Oh. See, that, I I think you need to tell them, if you're going to tell them, before you marry them. Because I feel like if you tell them when you get married, they may divorce you. So you're like, you're better off. I know, but you're marrying for better or for worse. Yeah, I know, but you know what I mean? Don't, no. I do know what you mean. But do you know what I mean? You married me for better or worse, so I wait until I marry you, and then I tell you, I, you know, yeah. You then I prove it if they're listening, or if they actually meant those vows. Mm. I do the opposite. I tell people all the horrible stuff immediately. Just get it out of the way. Get it out of the way. Yeah. yeah Not right. on a first date, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. Look, I don't have anything scandalous to admit to Alex. I promise you, I don't. But... um I do find that when I've broken up with two people, now that I think about it, I, I purged. Like, okay, while we were together, I got to tell you a couple of things. And you know what? You drove me to it. <laughs> oh, my God. It was your fault. How'd that go, that conversation? Didn't matter. We're broken up. Okay. But it was a relief. Because oh. obviously I've been feeling some guilt. Okay. You know, there is that. But if they sure. broke up with you, that's like you just saying, well, pfft. I don't care you broke up with me because I cheated on you. That just gives them like more reason to say, well, good, I'm glad I broke up with you. Well, I've never been broken up on. And you know what? I'm not saying that to be whatever. It's just, it's true. I've never been broken up on before, if that's the proper way to say it. Maybe I knew that they were about to break up with me, so I broke up with them first. First? No. Yeah, I haven't either. No one's ever dumped me, ever. No one's dumped you? No. Not yet. It'll happen, I'm sure. I don't want to know that feeling, especially now (laughs) I'm getting married. It's not good. Not fun. Scary, have you been dumped? Oh, yeah, we talked about this. She took me out to dinner to dump me. At dinner. Right. Had a, we had a dinner dump. It was dinner and a then dinner dump. bye-bye. And it was a block from her house so she could run home in case anything crazy happened. Did you pay for the dinner dump? No, we had it. We went Dutch that day. The only oh. day we ever did. I did the least she should have done, breaking it with you. She right. should have bought your last dinner. Yeah, right. your last meal. Yeah. <laughs> now, Nate, have you ever been uh, dumped? Uh, Kind of. So no, it it's was either yes or no. <laughs> technically, yes, because... It was one of those, what do you call that? A Mexican standoff where you're waiting for the other person to shoot. (laughs) And we were both ready to dump the other. And then she did it first. So I got shot first. Did you say, I was going to dump you anyway. I did. I did. (laughs) I totally, I was going to end this anyway. That's such a, like, I never believe that. Because that's like, No, I legitimately was going to do it. (laughs) I did have one guy who heard our show one day when I said I've never been dumped. He said, oh, back in college, I dumped you. Whoa. And I reminded him, you did not. And I, you know what? And it was in college. That was in 1980, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. I actually got a friend on the phone to call him and say, "Mm, I know you don't remember me, but Elvis dumped you. Oh, jeez. That's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Text message, Elvis. If Alex told you he cheated on you in the first year of your relationship, would it change anything? Uh, First year of our relationship? No. We met nine years ago. So he cheated on me in the first year? No. It wouldn't upset you? It would upset me. Would it change anything? No. See, I think I would get so angry and be like, well, I can't trust you. You've been lying to me for eight years. You knew that for eight years and you didn't say anything. Now I don't believe anything you say. Well, who knows if I cheated on him in my first year? Oh, Oh. well, that's plot twist. Well, I didn't. For the the, (laughs) the record. record. Well, no, you know, in our first year, we were kind of off again, on again a little bit. I get it. Well, then that's not cheating if you're off. Well, Obviously, I, don't, I, don't I know, know this is not a real scenario with you. Well, I'm just saying if no, somebody told me. No, it is a real me. scenario. Okay. I know, but just because I thought we were, just because he thought we were off, maybe I didn't. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. You know what? I guess it's easier to say whatever we think. Yeah. But if it was real, I don't know. I'd be livid. But that, what, what, it was eight and a half years ago. Don't care. Doesn't matter. Let's call Alex. Me for eight and a half call years. Alex and see if he cheated no. on me. I'm with you. I couldn't. See, I'd the be time like, you're what wasting. Else are you ch- see, here's the thing. Yeah. 
I asked Nate if he would call Alex real quick, and by the, in the time he was trying to add up the moments to see if we had enough time, right. he wasted the time yeah. we could have used. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, but- you wouldn't think, wow, every single day for eight and a half years, you've just looked at me and kept that to yourself, you big liar. Mm, yeah. No, but when you're first meeting with someone, it's different. Yes, but it's been eight years. He's had eight years to tell you. I don't need to know. I but, need to so know. why are we calling him? Let's call him. I Hang need up. to know. Let's call Hang him. Hang up the phone. Hang up. I don't want to I don't want to ask him. Yeah, know. you don't want to know. I don't want to know. That's why I shook my head. I don't know. You know you were count I saw you looking up, therefore you were counting the minutes to see if we had time. I was doing other things. You don't even know. I don't want to know. I need no, to know. If it happened early on and you've moved on past that your relationship is what it is, there's no reason to go back and dig that you up. You know what, Froggy? Absolutely. That's the smartest thing you've ever I said. I am with Gandhi. Yes, there is. I refuse to live with the lie. Nah. I, I, don't, need know. Know. I don't need to know. I don't need to know. I don't want to know. Doesn't matter. Nope. Okay. Because our relationship now, even a year ago, was nothing compared to what it was back then when he could have cheated. I don't want to know. Built on a foundation of lies. No. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with Gandhi. <laughs> No, there really was no foundation at that time, and now a foundation has been laid on top of the negative that was there before, Thank so it's you. better now. Froggy mm. is talking truth. But I'd have a hard time, like, getting past if yeah, you would. Me. See, but Daniel, I wouldn't tell you. That's Daniel why I'm not would. telling you. Daniel, oh. you'd, you'd really have a hard time on with a lot of stuff like that. Yeah, I don't like that crap. Uh, no, one, no, 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 no. No one <laughs> likes it. But I... I but, but am I willing to throw away a no. nine-year relationship because something he did seven and a half, eight years wow. ago when we started dating? No. no. Just don't cheat on me, that's all. No, no, I agree with you. No, no, <laughs> don't cheat on me. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I want to put this out there. The guarantee. <laughs> the $5,000 guarantee. Okay. If you can prove that Alex is cheating on me, I'll give you $5,000. Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> Five grand. Is that wow. bad? No. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 seriously. Why, you have proof, Brody? Look what, Brody? Have, you have proof he cheated on No, for $5,000, i will sleep with him, then he's <laughs> cheating with you. Isn't that great? I put it out there. Five grand. You put a bounty on his head. And now people, I know, that's not so awful. You ever had somebody, the chance to change the subject, you ever have somebody that you wanted to date and then they didn't date you? And then like years later, like when you got this job, they were like, hey, and you were like, I don't think so. Yeah. That happened. Yeah. (laughs) No, this job doesn't impress anyway. Oh, it did for somebody I liked. (laughs) Asshole. Whoa, wow. (laughs) We got to take a break. We're running late. Uh This has been the most uncomfortable conversation ever. I listen to you every single morning. I absolutely, I just love you guys. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Sponsored by State Farm. Protect your car and home with the one that's here to help your life go right. State Farm. Talk to an agent today at 1-800-STATE-FARM. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran. The Elvis Duran phone tap. Oh, no, not a Dave Brody phone tap. What? Someone's about to get pissed off. (laughs) Oh, that's for sure. Yeah, go ahead. Elvis, our listener Chloe wanted us to phone tap her husband, Daniel, for no other reason than she just wanted to bust his chops. She suggested I talk to him about something related to his daughter, so I call from the daycare center and say there's a problem. Oh, jeez. You work at a daycare center? Uh, in this particular case, I do, and she's four. <laughs> Dear Lord. Hey. We have a real big problem. I just got off the phone with Andrew from Matthew Fox Daycare, and he says that Angelica is acting inappropriate with the boys. Whoa, 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 whoa. Who's this Andrew guy? What does he do? What does he do? He, like, runs the place. He basically called her, like, slutty for a four-year-old. What? Yes. And then he said that she probably gets it from me. He says the way that I dress is loose and suggestive. You gotta be Yes. You need to talk to him. I told him to call you because my head, I was about to rip my hair out. Okay. Okay, Chloe, that was perfect. Okay, so you don't say anything. Just stay quiet in the background. Here we go. Hello? Uh, hi, Daniel. This is Andrew from Matthew Bam Daycare. How are you today? Not too good. What's going on? 
Well, it's about Angelica. I don't know how much your wife told you. Uh, what exactly is going on? Okay, so she's been caught kissing a couple of the boys. She rubs their backs. They're kids, man. You're calling me about my daughter kissing boys? Uh, I've just... gotten complaints that she pulls up her shirt and says, check these out, boys. No, 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 Yes. Is that what you want your daughter doing? I can't have okay, that. hold on. All right, hold on. First of all, you need to watch your tone and the way you're speaking. You'll be, okay, you know what I'm saying? I have 73 kids to worry about, and your daughter's coming in, shaking her, her boobs. First of all, you don't talk about my daughter's boobs. Those words don't come out of your mouth. The other parents refer to your daughter as the prostitute. Two parents told what? me to keep the prostitute away from right. the, yes, hey, Kenny. You know, you, there's no way in hell you could be allowing the other, other people's parents. Like, I, don't know I gotta be honest with you, but wrong. as a parent, you should be more concerned with the way your daughter's acting. She didn't learn that here. We don't have little prostitute girls running around. Listen, that's the second time you call her prostitute. If you call her prostitute again, I'm gonna go down and I'm gonna beat the out of you, all right? Oh, I see, I see. I can understand where your daughter gets this, this behavior from now. But I've asked you repeatedly to not, to, you're wearing down my patience, man. You know what I'm saying? You and I both know the way your wife dresses when she picks the kids up, right? All right, listen, if you're going to start talking about my wife, man. I'm listen. not talking about your wife, but you know she comes from with tight jeans and a low-cut shirt, and maybe sometimes your daughter gets the wrong impression. All right, listen, man, I'm not going to have you tell me how to raise my daughter. I think that you're a Moron is what I is what I really think. So I don't right? think I don't think that's necessary. I'm trying to help you here. How are you helping me? How are you helping me? I'm shielding you from what other parents have called your daughter. Prostitute was easy. I don't even want to hear what else. Well, what do you expect me to tell other parents who refer to your daughter as whore at four? I, I I'm just saying. I, one person as said what? that. That I it was it was it was something silly. It was you it doesn't matter. Watch because I'm going to go down there and I'm going to take care of you right now, all right? I'm done Look, with I you. didn't call your daughter. Well, no, I didn't no, no, say no, it. No, 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 I'm no, saying no, that no, she's getting a reputation. No, no. Sir, I, I think no. you need a timeout. I'm going I, down there and I'm going to beat the out of you. I'm done talking to you. That's it. Uh, I'm just... Will he, will he actually go there? Uh, yeah, he will. You need to call him back before he leaves the house, okay? okay. What? Don't yell at me. How did it go? He says Angelica pulls her shirt up. The other parents are calling our daughter a prostitute. I'm not having it with this guy. I'm not having it. I'm going to go down there and I'm going to beat the out of him. No, you can't. You can't because she need, we, she's going to get kicked out. You need to call him and apologize. No, you lost, you lost your mind. You've lost your mind. I'm going to apologize. What if, what, what if I apologize to you? Who is this? Is this? Oh, I want to apologize to you because your wife Chloe and I are phone tapping you. Oh, get the f*** out of here. <laughs> what the f*** is wrong with you? <laughs> you know, I'm about to have an aneurysm. Ah! Elvis Duran phone tap. Have an idea for a phone tap? Go to ElvisDuran.com. Click on the phone tap tab. Tell us what you want to do. This phone tap was pre-recorded with permission granted by all participants. The Elvis Duran phone tap only on Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. What a week. So we have Sebastian Maniscalco today, tomorrow Taylor Swift to kick off the weekend. There is one song on her new album, I love, 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 love. I hope we can play it tomorrow. Oh, love it. Just okay. saying. All right. Is it insulting to say to someone, I like your album, I love this one song? No. no. I think that's actually a very nice thing. Yeah. Right. We'll see what happens. Hey, uh, Danielle, want to do another, one more report? Sure. All right. Danielle, what's going on? All right. So Forbes put out their list of the highest paid actors over the past year, and coming in at number one on the list is The Rock. $89.4 million bucks. That's a lot of money, but it's actually down from last year. Last year, he made $124 million and he came in second to George Clooney. Chris Hemsworth is second, and Robert Downey Jr. <sighs> actually, Robert Downey Jr. is third, but I don't think it's Robert that we love, right? No, Gandhi? it's Tony Stark. It's Tony Stark. Blur. His Iron Man. Well, I know, but without 
Without Robert Downey Jr., you wouldn't have a Tony Stark. So you got to give him some credit. Yeah, we just course. love the arrogance of Tony Stark. Yes, we I do. do. Oh, anyway, uh, so we've been talking about this all morning. John Legend actually brought our attention to it. It's an organization called At Lunch Crisis. And Kurtana, she is the founder. She is erasing students' lunch debt, raising awareness about lunch shaming, and bringing change to school lunch systems. If you, can learn, if you want, you can learn about this organization. You can donate. Again, it's At Lunch Crisis. And uh, it's really sad to say that a lot of places if you owe money for lunch, they put your name up on a wall. And I don't say understand that how that's it's, okay it's, or legal or accepted in any of these. It shouldn't be. It's absolutely ridiculous. So, uh, Liam Hemsworth officially filed for divorce, and sources are saying Miley Cyrus is disappointed. But if you're running around with someone else, you shouldn't be too disappointed that your other half kind of filed for divorce. Yeah. At this point. We just don't know the whole story. I know. I mean, they have they have not been together for a while, but this is like the first. Of the next step, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Simon Cowell. Why, well, let me ask you. Why do you make these lies up? I'm not making lies up. It's out there. I'm just telling you. It's factual. It's out there. Simon. I don't know. I just. It's like. If, I can, can you imagine if you're going through a breakup and you're like reading all this stuff? You're like, what? No, 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 no. I didn't do that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's alternative facts. It would be. It would piss me off. But you know, what are you gonna do? Simon Cowell. It's out there, so I bring it to you. Simon Cowell, Paula Abdul, Randy Jackson. You remember them? The original judges on American Idol. Well, they have talked about reuniting for Kelly Clarkson's new talk show which makes sense because she is the first American Idol. This is true. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Danielle. Thanks for all the lies. (laughs) I'm kidding. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Hey, guys, bedtime is sometimes a battle for both you and your kids. For instance, my daughter, Ella, she struggles sometimes to fall asleep. Well, fortunately, Trish and I have now discovered Vicks Pure Z's Kids Melatonin Gummies to help her fall asleep naturally. Find Pure Z's Kids in stores everywhere.